Hey everybody, welcome to episode 130 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here with me? Christopher Antista. Henry Gilbert. (laughs) Back in action again, it's Tyler Wilde. Tyler Wilde! The buttery smooth voice of Tyler Wilde. Hey everybody. The voice you can only get from a a pretty significant vape habit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I drink and vape a lot. It's it's like drinking in cigarettes, except it has a much slower... uh, Except it tastes like strawberries when you cough. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I've always... I, I heard Patrick Stewart once, or saw Patrick Stewart once on Conan O'Brien, mm-hmm. and Conan's like, why is your voice so amazing? It's like years of uh, whiskey and cigarettes. And it's like, I should drink and smoke. Yeah, uh, yes. Jim Varney has an awesome voice. Even when he wasn't yeah. talking, had yeah. an awesome voice, but he's not talking uh, as earnest. Really cool voice. See, Jed, Jed Clampett, it was a steady diet of whiskey and four packs a day. Wow. Uh, that's how he earned that voice. Uh, so speaking of yeah. golden voices, Ooh, big, for you. big news this week. Oh. The Lego Dimensions voice cast was announced. That it was insane. Yeah. Amazing. I read all about it in the article I wrote for, game, <laughs> mm-hmm. for LaserTimePodcast.com. Wow. Yes. And it was enough to get me to spend 160 bucks. Oh, get it? For, okay, Lego Dimensions Michael starter Tech. set. Starter uh-huh. set is a hundred bucks. Right. Back to oh, the future oh. levels, another thirty bucks. Yep. The levels. The levels. Ghostbusters. The levels and the characters. Ghostbusters. No. Another thirty bucks. So all the level. The levels in the game you need to buy to unlock. You have original levels in the game, but yes, yes. you also need if you want. So both, all that. And I, I somehow restrain myself from buying the Simpsons levels for another thirty bucks. He will eventually. I will eventually. I will I, not do this. I mean, how but can not, you not, not buy at the, launch? How can you not buy the Portal ones? Like, yeah, that's a, yeah. another one. Yes, this is a good old Tyler audience surrogate. I don't wild. even like Lego, but I just really <laughs> so like the Lego on, movie. Yes, Tyler Chiming asked. in to ask uh-huh. you who the fuck was in the is the voice actors? What are you talking about? Sorry. Oh yes, yes. But uh, did, did you see? hear Back to the Future? No, I didn't and hear any of this news. I'm no, 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 but you heard us say Back to the Future and Portal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. everybody you know who's voiced those characters is now voicing them again. Oh, It's okay. fucking crazy. Michael J. Fox. Michael yeah. J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, uh, Stephen Merchant. Merchant, who was yes. Lee. Yeah. And Ellen McCain. Yes, McClane. the original voice McClane. of Gladys McClane. is in the game. Uh, the current voice of Scooby-Doo. Chris Pratt is playing both his Jurassic World character and no his Lego joke. movie character Alice, with Elizabeth yeah. Banks. And Alison Brie. And Joel McHale and Alison okay. Brie. And for, like, for like the Portal stuff, they're just happy to do it for the Chris Pratt stuff that shit was in his contract yeah uh, now he they dug up the corpse of a I forgot her name but never mind nobody from the Wizard of Oz uh, but also but also uh, Peter Capaldi playing the current Doctor Who and Doctor Now I believe and some of (laughs) unnamed members (laughs) of the cast of Lord of the Rings Ghostbusters and The Simpsons yeah very few though Uh, most of the most of Lord of the Rings is sound alike and also Matthew Lillard who is a full time who's shaggy shaggy. full time shaggy that's what it is yeah. I'm glad he's found his niche. He seems like but an I, okay I love guy. Seeing, like for voiceover nerds like me, seeing it, Henry might you might get this, but just the trailer went boom. Frank Welker. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, Frank Welker, man. He should be top of the line mm. voice talent. I am kind of disappointed that I haven't seen Will Arnett's name. And he's not. He's not Batman. He's not Did, didn't they do a trailer where like his Batman fights Troy Baker's I, Batman? They are different Batmans, but there's no. As far as I, they should, they would be advertising Will Arnett if he was in it. I They'd bet that's him. a separate Lego, Michael. You'll have to buy it. Probably. Separately. Maybe uh, they just haven't revealed it yet. <laughs> I saw another trailer where I swear Elijah Wood's voice was in it, and maybe they just pay it, let him. Elijah Wood ain't too good to do Lego Dimension voice. Yeah, if he's doing Broken Age, if he's Chris doing... Pratt can do it, you all can do it. 
Well, no, I mean, it was probably in his original contract, like, hey, Pratt, hey, Parks and Rec monkey, yeah. <laughs> you're going to do this, you're going to do this uh, Lego thing. No, who were we talking about who was saying, Chris, I think mm. you, you were, like, almost sad about it. That like, Did I yeah, watch that Big Bird documentary? Well, no, it was like, yeah, now when you <laughs> sign up for sense. a movie... It's in your contract. You got to yeah, do the video. Game we play that here, later, yeah, with yeah. with Gandalf. No, I got I got pissed that like I watched that Big Bird documentary now on Amazon Prime. Uh, it was awesome. That dude has been playing those. Uh, Carol Spinney has been playing Oscar the Grouch and Big Bird for forty years, and he's not as rich as the Simpsons voice actors. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. He should be wealthy beyond belief, and he isn't. And he's he's awesome. on HBO now, so <laughs> he's getting that HBO money. <laughs> I'll let you move on, Michael. I'm sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, yeah. I guess I guess Warner Brothers owns the. Uh, I think they're publishing the Lego game, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're publishing been, yeah. this definitely. And they own and they own DC, so all the mm-hmm. DC characters are. It's not just Batman and uh, Robin and Tara Strong as well, Harley. Quinn. I think there's a weird loophole in here that you're not playing a Back to the Future game. You're playing a toy game with mm-hmm. Back to the Future toys in it because that's a universal yeah. property. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, well, I guess Well, no, Lego works hard to get everybody who if it's not owned by Disney, mm-hmm. then they kind of got everything they could. There's no Lego Marvel did have a game, but Marvel characters aren't True, in it. True, no Pirates of the Caribbean. No Lego Star Wars no either. No Marvel, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Disney. none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Dudes who'd never get a game of their own like say The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm strangely <laughs> excited by that. And and of course Gary Oldman is the villain. Gary Oldman's he's the fucking a made villain. Up dude, but he's yeah. not he's not from it. So the voice cast was but, we we all were taken aback by a game where you know is not impressive. You know is not that good. It's a Disney it's Infinity all it, over I again. I bet it's more fun than Infinity. And we allowed ourselves to get carried yes. away to it with it for so long that we forgot to do a top 5. So instead we just put together a top 5 about celebrity voice casts Yay! in games. Impressive celebrity voice cast? Yes, the they're all very impressive. Mm. I'm very impressed by In fact, they're cast. so impressed that we cut all GTA games, which have Ooh. some really good celebrity voices. It does. Bill Collins, baby. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, I, I remember We've Sam, got better rock stars than Phil Collins in here. I remember when <laughs> Sam Jackson did, uh, right after San Andreas, he complained that he didn't even get a free copy of the game or something. He's what? Like, he yeah. barely... He's like, he didn't give me a free copy, and they barely paid me. He was, he was he's a grouchy grump about it. How are you going to not give Samuel Jackson a free copy? I heard him on a radio interview, and he's like, how much, someone people. just asked him outright, I forget where this was on YouTube, how much did you get paid for that GTA game? And he just yells, not a fuck enough! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you see how many copies that shit sold? Yeah. If a billion people mm-hmm. went to see my movie, you'd think they paid Well, a billion people also worked on the game, yeah, so that true. money has to get true, distributed Sam. somehow. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> Before we begin, I want to start off with uh, the most memorable and cherished celebrity voice performance in a game. My old friend Henry Wilson used to say, people dared to dream here. He liked that about L.A. I'd say, Walt, dreaming will get you killed. Maybe I was right. Nobody knows what happened to Henry all those years ago, but whatever it was, he didn't deserve it. I just want to say I did not edit that in any way. That is how Christopher Walken's dialogue appears in the intro to True Crime Streets of L.A. As someone who spends about 80 hours a week editing podcasts, it sounds like that is just chunks of uh, decent takes cobbled together Mm -hmm. or accurate Christopher Walken. (laughs) Yes. Like, hello. Nobody knows who... (laughs) Like, who killed got, him? 
I think he gave them tops three takes. Mm-hmm. I think he's like, you're getting three takes out of me, and we're moving on to the next line. I have a busy mm-hmm. man, Christopher Walken. I gotta be in yeah. the jungle book. Of course, Henry, it took 30 minutes for him to say that, no. so then they barely had any time to record. <laughs> That's why his representatives do all the talking for him. But not the even true crime. True crime did not have enough celebrity voices uh, to qualify yeah. this list, which we will begin with... Number five. We must save everyone that we can. So, who recognizes that? Was that Gundalf? It was Gundalf. It was Gryffindor from yes. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and Gundalf uh, Gryffindor. Uh, <laughs> My friend here. <laughs> I know who that was. Uh, but yeah, uh, you what, what game was it? Was it Return of the this King? Is, uh, it's either Return of the King or the Two Towers. Towers. They're, no they're kind of interchangeable. No, they didn't have the rights to the words. No movie fellowship game. There's no movie fellowship game. There's which a fellowship is a book weird. game. Yeah. Yeah. That's which is not supposed to be very good from from Vivendi Universal, who also brought out The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. But EA did Two Towers and Return of the King, both based on the movie, mm-hmm. uh, the movies. Mm-hmm. And this is the really the only time you will hear the cast recording original dialogue yeah. for a game. Steal yourself! This is all just combat that I stitched together. It sounds like Orlando Blam and uh, Vigo from Ghostbusters 2. It's funny, they even got Vigo, who at the time was like wearing no blood for oil shirts in interviews. It was just like one of the most yeah, he, he, anti-capitalist people around. I love that dude, but he seemed to have uh, kind of shit all over his own fame and yeah. not allowed himself to become the movie star I think he kind of deserved to be. I really yeah, like but, that guy. Yeah, he had to go on to be in the brilliant Eastern Promises. It's fucking great. Uh, and and uh, History of Violence. Those movies yes. are fucking Yeah, awesome. he became Cronenberg's muse. Mm-hmm. That's how he became. But, like, but he, not before do, uh, contributing some narration to ooh. these games. We are not alone in defending Rohan. The King's Guard were also fighting through to Helm's Deep. Click X to pre-order. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Click this, X to advance the text. Well, this comes from that interesting era in the early 2000s where video games were being called in like newspapers like, video games are making as much money Did as you movies. Know? Uh-huh. They're in trouble. Or, People like, like these things. They're doing Ooh. really good. And so EA and Activision and the biggest yeah. companies were like, we're making a movie game, but this won't be any crappy old one you remember on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. We're getting all the cast, and we're making them look like their faces, mm-hmm. and they're going to say lines, and it'll be like you're watching, you're yeah. playing a movie. And this is something, uh, an exemplar of something that EA did a lot at the time, yeah. which was the first time you put in the disc, mm-hmm. it will just, oh. without a, a title screen or anything, it will just go straight into a cutscene. Really? And then that cutscene will give way to gameplay footage, and you will be in the middle of the game without having to start up or anything. This is going to yeah, I think this this whole era mm-hmm. uh, ending mm, I guess uh, a year or two ago is just going to be called the like hey Hollywood, we're pretty cool too, right <laughs> yeah. guys? We era? can throw bigger parties than you can. Yeah. Well, I think we they... spend a lot cuz it was it was an era of news stories going did you know that GTA grossed yeah, more yeah. than uh, a film? Or did you know that they spent more money on this game than a Hollywood film? And, and it's, it's right like, when just they the, got done bragging about that, it was no longer the case. <laughs> <laughs> and it was well, also yeah. just us like fucking clawing for for validation. Yeah. yeah. No, I think. Well, now they don't do that anymore. They spend just as much money on a performance, but. Yeah. 
A movie star doesn't want to do full body capture and facial capture, yeah. which Troy Baker will do, or or Nolan North. Mm-hmm. They are not gonna like those the guys in this game. They they got Ian McKellen's voice, and they basically just attached a polygonal mask yeah, on yeah. top of a mannequin. But that's why there are game stars around. now, and there should be game stars. Yeah, I that's love true. the idea of game stars. I like yeah. that Nolan North is a game star, and we have our own fucking. Mm-hmm. Shit. Andy, I, I wish Andy Serkis had done more of that until yeah. instead of yeah. like, instead of starring in Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yeah, well, I yeah, also want want to say like it's sort of ironic that like so much money. And hype was poured into these games. Yeah. And then, like, a few years later, it's a real, like, Osmandius look upon my works in despair <laughs> situation because you go and play this, like, you would not wipe your ass with this game. You don't like, think so? it, it, the graphics have aged so poorly. Yeah. Like, that push toward hyper realism in the PS2 yeah. era yeah. makes everything look super janky. Uh, just. Like the faces are like these flat corpse-like textures. I hate all those Orlando Bloom effects too. Orlando <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bloom lighting, Elijah Wooden performance. I'm going to retire. Um, yeah. we, but this is all true. Also, yeah, but it's, well, what what I do remember about this game? This game got two of my friends who were huge Lord of the Rings fans, and like that that remember that the success of those movies kind of blindsided people mm-hmm. they didn't know they were going to be a success so there was no game plan it was new line cinema who had no such game publishing studio uh, so there is no fellowship game and when like by the time it's like this is the biggest property on the planet uh, my friend came up to me like i'm thinking of getting into video games i'm like why it was like that Lord of the Rings game, man. Like it brought like two or three yeah. friends of mine back into video games. Well, it was also like it was. A, I mean, it was a brawler. It was very yeah. straightforward and easy to understand. Yes, it's since been made well, to look awful by the likes of God of War. I, I, I remember it being slightly yeah. enjoyable. No, it was fun. It, when we brought it up, I was like, I was kind of bummed by the idea. Like, this is a really, this is a really good piece of fan service for people who really like those movies that you'll never be able to touch again. This is gone. Well, they'll never re-release. I mean, it you could buy you could buy, sign. you could buy a three dollar disc at GameStop, <laughs> but but like you'll never be able to buy this again. And this, the voice talent in it alone makes that like weirdly like really we don't ever want to sell this yeah. again. I also remember like I, I have a, a mild preference toward Two Towers because mm-hmm. it was made by uh, I believe Stormfront Studios, not oh. no relation to the Nazi bulletin board. Oh, okay, um, but. <laughs> Like they these this was a company that was made by people from SSI, remember that made like the gold box D and D games. And they made this and this was like their high point and then they made uh Forgotten Realms Demon Stone, which was a very similar game that nobody played mm-hmm. and then they pretty much just broke Folded. up. Yeah. The uh like the Return of the, of the King game was made by some some other company mm-hmm. and I thought was not quite as good. Really. Well, you also never see this again because Warner owns they, they Warner puts out the movies yes. and they now publish their I hope games. everybody remembers the Ian McKellen clip we did play yeah. recently because yes. he, he did he basically tells you why this can't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that he he used to be like hugely lucrative to do But that, the story I did, like the, what I just laid out there was no game plan so by the time EA smelled money it's like we'll pay these actors whatever the fuck they want because uh-huh. this game is going to make billions of dollars. Yeah. Nobody could say that about a movie game now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, there's no guarantee a movie well, game is going to make also, money. So, also, what he said was, uh, now mm-hmm. the the game company or the studio owns mm-hmm. the game company, so yes. they don't pay you any extra. It's just built into your contract. Yeah, and what, mm-hmm. what that is specifically mm-hmm. is talking about Warner Brothers Interactive, mm-hmm. which has done Lego Lord of the Rings, Lego The Hobbit, and uh, yeah, they 
they're not paying him any extra yeah. because it's like, well, we already own this movie, we so own we right, own yeah. you. So we own the rights to your voice. We'll mm-hmm. just reuse it like they did yeah, in they Lego did. Lord of the Rings. Right? Because yeah. it was just yeah. straight movie cutscenes yeah. at that mm-hmm. point. Which I honestly felt pretty weak to me, I gotta say. Yeah, no, it's kind of terrible. But when they, I was watching that troll fight, I was like, Ugh. I think they do a good job with the sound clips they have because they, yeah. they, they mix it up with like goofy Lego visuals and shit. But that was I, the first one they added dialogue to it all, right? It. Uh, I, it was one of the first ones. I know we're talking about great voiceover, but I do miss when Star. Well, I miss when the Lego Star Wars games had no It talking. was so yes. funny, man. They were like great cartoons. Uh-huh. And it's universally understandable. Yeah. But I will say... Uh, even even if Ian McKellen was phoning this shit in, like I could listen to that man read a phone book. <laughs> this is the the closing lines from Two Towers. To movie phone. Sauron and Saruman are tightening the noose, but for all their cunning, we have one advantage: the ring remains hidden, and that we should seek to destroy it has not yet entered their darkest dreams. Pull the strings! <laughs> Pull the string. <laughs> it's like it's like a, I know, could hear him give that monologue. He'd probably kill it. Be fair. It's like I'm every time I hear him. It's like I'm sitting next to my <laughs> grandpa by the fireplace, and he's telling me the best story ever. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's like, and I'm and I'm in eight. between puffs on his pipe. Little Tyler, let me tell you a better story <laughs> than Prince's Bride. <laughs> like my my grandpa was like an angry alcoholic. So I guess it's not like really like that, but. It's uh, grandpa of your dreams. He mm-hmm. had good story. Yeah, it's like my dream as an eight-year-old. Like, let me tell you, only break the bottle to use as a knife after you've drained it of its <laughs> contents. That should be the question of the week. Who is your dream grandpa? <laughs> it's got to be Ian McKellen. Come on, like coolest fucking grandpa ever. Uh, anyway, we should probably move on to number four. Ever feel like you were born in the wrong time? Like you should have been born earlier? When the music was real? Like the 70s? Earlier. Like the early 70s. <laughs> <laughs> that, that voice actor was uh, every 16-year-old. I couldn't, I couldn't place it. Yeah? Maybe this will jog your memory. Okay. Don't say a word. Just keep walking real casual, okay? Let's do this. Is that JB? I'll show it to you, but you can't tell anybody else where it is, Okay. This is, of course, Brutal Legend. Oh, you chose Brutal Legend. Yes. Mm. Yeah. He. That's this. This counts. He. Yeah. Jack. Jack Black worked real hard. Uh, it, yeah. Like he wasn't just hired to be. Yeah, I'm your voice guy. Like he went above and beyond because really? he believed in Tim Schafer and his dream. I feel like he was doing a bit of a Mark Wahlberg impression in that last clip. Okay. 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 Maybe we shouldn't do that. Okay? okay. Yeah. Well, it starts out with like a live action thing of like you, f- the camera following him around in first person. Yeah. And he goes a into a, a record store and like finds this this old record that nobody Forgot knows where that. it came from and like opens it up and starts showing it to you and it tells the story. So he, he literally plays himself in the uh-huh. beginning. Yes. And like and a Princess he, Bride in beginning. Kind of. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my god, when that rap rock band just comes in at the very start, that is one of I laugh. I want to be your best friend. <laughs> so I didn't play a lot of this game, but like it wasn't terrible, right? I heard like the RTS stuff. Oh, it was really was good. No, very good, the, the RTS stuff <laughs> goes here and there. Lacking. The rest it was, was pretty it wasn't fun. great, but, but it's yeah, charming. Just, it's, the, it's the open world stuff, just mm-hmm. like driving around in that bone wagon or whatever yeah. the fuck it was called, was fantastic. Really Hitting funny. things with an axe was fun. And did I said on a summoning Ozzy? Yes. Speaking of which. Not bad. Looks like you figured out the instructions, okay? You've got some demon flesh on your bumper, but that's the way the world is today, I'm afraid. Who? Uh. Oh, me. 
Oh, I'm nobody. I'm just a guy in a metal. <laughs> you know, it's, what I, I'm just one of the biggest reality stars of the early 2000s. Yeah, now I, like I to, sound like the Beatles. I like to imagine Terrible. that Sharon just led him on a leash into uh. the recording booth, like say these words, "Good boy, good boy." Yeah. So this, what set Brutal Legend apart? Like it had a celebrity voice cast, mm-hmm. and the celebrities were mostly metal, metal musicians. Mm-hmm. I had uh, Lita Ford as strangely <laughs> as a, not as the character named. Lita Halford, but as another character named Rima, uh, he had a funny at E3 when he was pre- before presenting the game. He was naming the people he had. When he got to Lita Ford, he said, "Lita Ford and I had a bunch of collaborations in my teen years, but she doesn't know about that." <laughs> oh, so. gross! Yeah. Um, also, this guy heal this woman who wanted only to free her sisters from the grip of General Lion White. Are you fighting Lion White? Oh, that's Robin. Why didn't you say so? I hate that bastard. Let me kill Meister. Yeah. Phoning it in like only he can do yes. and still be compelling. I mean, he's always... It's its funny to me... Sounds like he overdosed on lozenges. Plays a character just called the Killmaster, who's, yeah. who's actually your healer. That's pretty good. I did like that. Yeah. And, of course, I think... Rob Halford played two different roles. Yep. And he, he fucking killed it. He was so good they oh used him for, like, extensive speaking roles. He, he was the fire baron who looked like his Judas Priest persona and barely talked. And then he was also this guy. Oh, bravo. Goody. Someone is putting on a puppet show. Honestly, you people embarrass me. I try to show Emperor Deviculus that we humans aren't all dirty, brutish animals. I show him that we can be refined, we can be beautiful, and that we can be profitable. I do it to protect you people from Deviculus. I am the only thing standing between you and him. And what do you give me in return? Grief. He was uh, Lion White, the the warlord who's like the first big villain of the game. He's and he's super glam and fabulous. Oh, I he's say he's so fabulous is. that he uses his gigantic metal like hair metal hairdo as wings to flap around, <laughs> and yet he's still apparently human, <laughs> which is weird. Tim Tim Schafer is a a good creator who. Who gets by so much on charm, and that's a compliment. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't have to like design, or, or his company doesn't have to design like incredible systems because they're so good at uh, like game systems. Yeah, because they're so good at being fucking charming. I, yeah, and, well, I think he's an incredible screenwriter who's a good game maker. Like, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. That's how. That's how I felt. I I love Broken Age. I played Broken Age all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. I didn't, but there were parts where I was like, I don't game. like playing this. This isn't fun, but I don't care because <laughs> I want to have every conversation I can have because it's, it's always... Exactly. And every character is a very distinct yeah. character. Like they're Yeah, like defined. there's one puzzle toward the end of the second thing that is like, who the fuck designed this? Mm-hmm. Like... You should make these difficult, not like so obtuse that I have to go look up a solution. Well, but then again, people paid for a classic style adventure game. They yeah, should have that reaction. No, like Schaefer would have done well on like mm-hmm. uh, Saturday morning cartoon TV yeah. As, yeah. A, as a creator. It's he chose games, point. which is cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. He, In he, a different era, he could have been Pendleton Ward. Yes, you know? absolutely. Sure. And that's why, and I think Pendleton knows that, and was why he like is in. He's a voice actor in a mm-hmm. Schaefer game too, in Broken Age mm-hmm. specifically. But 
I will say not all of the celebrities were Jack Black and uh, metalheads. There were also I, Kyle Gass was in this as a yeah, character. I don't KG. have a, it's a package deal. With I Jack don't have Black. a clip of him, but I do have one of the villain. And I want to see if you can guess who's playing him. You disrupt my industry, but I understand. Michael Clark Duncan. You try to make me look bad so you can strip me of my power. A very commendable sabotage. Ah, Haley Joel Osment. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It sounds a little bit like a character he played in the 80s. Who was... Tim Curry? Yes. Hey, look at that. Who was Aww. red and also had big gross horns. Oh, I'm Aww. sorry. Now we have to be sad when we hear the word Tim Curry. Chris Chris got the trivia question about an 80s <laughs> fucking actor. I'm sorry. so fucking surprised. Sorry. He played uh, the devil in that the makes me. This makes me depressed talking Why? about this. Well, because he's... He had a that's really bad stroke. Yeah, it is did. not in great shape these days. He's being wheeled around and can't talk, even though that's the only thing he was good at. Do you think at? Tim Curry would want you to be sad True. every time you hear his name? Uh, space. Uh, he's one of the greatest <laughs> ever. I love yes. Tim Curry more than more than most things. He made Home Alone 2. And yet he is not my favorite performance <gasps> in this game. Ooh, let me hear it. That belongs to this guy. Those rotten old Reaper rides start to liquefy before they even hit the ground. No time to scoop them up into a loaf pan, let alone a patty. You barely have time to drop to your hands and knees and slurp them up before they congeal. Gross. Gotta do it fast and move on if you want to bag as many as I did. Not sure I want to. Fifteen, if you're interested. And I didn't even use a straw. <laughs> I don't know who this is. No, what? Tell us, tell us. I don't know who this oh, is. Oh, you don't know who it is? I thought you it's said the only did. voice actor we've talked about who I've met in person. Brian Posey. Brian Posey. I Mikkel, oh, it is? Really? Him. You've met him in person. I, too, I met Steve oh, no, you, met, you met his husband. Yes. That his doesn't TV sound husband. like Brian Posey. It's him. It's I, totally I'll him. never not recognize him. It totally him. sounded <laughs> like Brian Posey. <laughs> and he's playing a character who looks like him. <laughs> which well, is great. Well, he's like the metal comedian. Like, well, yeah. I, yeah, I mean. He, no, I, he's, I, he's cut albums with anthrax. Yes. Metal by numbers. Unless our. I think that's our song. Unless our friend Sam Sawyer has his way. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> the, uh, the other metal comedian. Casey Strain, man. Good, good <laughs> luck, man. He should be the second generation. He could, yeah. uh, boy, he could get like he could do a, a co-tour with Brian Poshinane and then I like <laughs> this It's Poshinane. Uh, I I tried to interview him. Maybe someday I'll be able to when he's next in town. Mm-hmm. I, Fuck. I, he was my he was like almost my first weird celebrity experience because I was in Tallahassee where nobody comes through and Patton Oswalt did the comedians of comedy tour yep. yeah. that said like we're not going to do comedy clubs good because my town never had one <laughs> so they they did the the local rock club and I'm like we're seeing stand up in town we're not driving eight towns over to see it we're seeing it in our our hometown and I was so excited and I see it, it, was it in a barn it, no it was in a, coll- a on swamp? a college campus oh, okay. but like it just <laughs> yes but within a swamp yeah and. Uh, and I, and I see Brian Posehn at the bar. And I'm like, dude, oh my, thank you for doing this. I, let me buy a beer. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> and just took it and walked away. Like, there's no other words were exchanged. <laughs> Not that he's obligated to, but it's just like, uh-huh. eh, I thought that was going to go. I was gonna. He he already gave you a he fantastic did. Did. comedy he, set. Well, I have I have in Tallahassee. I had a story with my my you know Mr. Show nerd friends. Mm-hmm. I met Brian Posehn. I bought him a yeah. beer, and he said thank you. He said thanks, man, and then he glassed you in the face with it. <laughs> it's, it's that's for buying me a brand I don't like. It's weird because like, oh man, I have a I have a the first I think the first ever cell phone picture with Pat Nozzle. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I tower over that man. Yeah, and wow. then but, well, but Posen like can't hide. He cannot hide. Well, he, he's Posen's. T- 
taller than you think. He's he, seven he feet looks tall, like. and nobody looks like him. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, <laughs> Pat Oswald is five foot five, yeah. and a lot of people. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah, he can. <laughs> yeah. He just gets Ooh. lost in a crowd. It just closes up over over his head. Um. Anyway, let's sorry, sorry. let's move along from making fun of our favorite comedians to this. Number three. Reznov, your men must know this is suicide. Victory cannot be achieved without sacrifice, Mason. We Russians know this better than anyone. Uh, He's already come up once. That sounded Uh, like uh, an actor who says things in interviews with Playboy he probably shouldn't. Probably. Um, That is Sam Worthington talking to Gary Oldman. Oh, As Mason and Reznov from, yeah, Black Ops. And I mean, Call of Duty, especially the Treyarch produced mm-hmm. Call of Duties, have always like leaned really heavily on celebrity performances. But I think yeah. Black Ops in particular, it's a bullet point for them. Yeah, 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 it's a huge bullet point. And Black Ops like really delivered the celebrity performances again. Sam Worthington, who struggles to do an American accent through the whole thing, <laughs> he <also laughs> struggles to star in things now because he yeah. kind of does. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think Clash of the Titans was the last real big vehicle. Yeah, you made your man. Just go retire. Possibly Wrath of the Titans. I haven't watched it or paid attention. And then uh, yes, hello, I am Russian. Yes, hello. Well, well, if I'm not mistaken, that, that character dates back to World at War, doesn't he it? He does, yes. Reznov was in World at War yeah. alongside Kiefer Sutherland, okay, uh, who was, was. was his American counterpart, yeah. who tells you what to do. Famous drunkard, Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> well, I mean, now he's a famous game voice actor yeah. for the six lines he now did in Metal Gear yeah. Solid Now 5. he's the iconic voice of Solid Snake, never works, to be replaced. He works so hard doing the voice of Venom Snake in those eight words yes. he says yeah. in that game. Uh, yeah, I think, he, I think he said Ugg once, which, and his yeah. delivery was fantastic. Well, you hear him more if you actually listen to the cassette tapes that yeah. you uh. find everywhere. Yeah, because that did involve facial capture, so it's a cost a lot less. I think it occurred to me as I was playing the tapes in that game are basically the codec conversations, except you don't have to sit still and listen while they're Ah. ongoing. It's uh, really tough playing through Snake Eater. And they're totally optional. Hey, man, I love hearing about the classic Godzilla films and how much the That was great. I mean, really quick. The next hour, not so much. We were saying today how, like, everyone complained about the codec Mm -hmm. conversations in Metal Gear, and now, now that they're gone and Snake barely talks, Everyone's like, oh man, I really miss those guys. I mean, there's no story to it. Uh, Snake never talks. Same with so, like, oh, I miss You can't those, fucking please us. I miss uh, those elevators in oh. Mass Effect. Those really nice. <laughs> <laughs> you can't please uh, us. Don't try. But in addition to, uh, to Worthington and Oldman, we had these guys. You look like hammered shit, Mason. Well, Never do that to you. Good to see you, Alex. Jason Hudson, CIA. We're here to talk about your encounter with Russians and Laos. We got word a defector might be in play. John Fogarty. No, that's just the Housers having a meeting. <laughs> that is Ice Cube John and Fogarty. Ed Harris. Oh. oh. As Bowman and Hudson. Mm. I forgot Ed Harris was in it, man. Yeah. No, Ed, Ed Harris is the shit. I just want to say that. He's yeah. totally awesome. You also get to play as Ed Harris while he's God. punching broken glass into a man's mouth. Lots in of a <laughs> torture scene, which I we... Have- we did very early in this show's run. We talked about uh, torture scenes, and uh, he was in that. I have a blind nice spot team. for Blops. I, I didn't. I never played Blops. Uh, really. Yeah, it's uh, the first Blops is okay. Blops two, like the story, just gets too fucking stupid. For are me. we on Blops three? Is that what's happening? That is this year. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Am I, do, wait, do I have to care? Send in your. Uh, I don't you don't. Think so. so. I, mean, I think you, you know. I, I sort of like Blops. I like that uh, Treyarch has built up this They're overarching narrative now. since they dating the back to like. 
It's, no, it's so is funny. There, is there any connection between World of War and Call of Duty 3? I'm probably asking the wrong question. Oh, crowd, no, 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 no. I'm just, no, not between so. COD 3 no, now. No, no. But yeah. I, I did mean, play that. It's definitely very segregated the worlds of Treyarch and, oh, and Infinity War. They fucking hate each What's other. What's fucking wacky it? is that like Infinity Ward was like, we're the real Call of Duty mm-hmm. studio. They even did a fucking rap making fun of the mm-hmm. non Infinity Ward games. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone, it used to be everyone go, ooh, a Treyarch. Call of Duty. This sucks. Now everyone's like, "Yes, a Treyarch Call of Duty. Yeah. They make the best Call of Duty." I thought I heard internally that like Treyarch did a ton of shit to make that engine work, mm-hmm. and like help design did. certain as- aspects of the physics that like no one would really notice. Mm-hmm. But like they are instrumental to the Infinity Ward games in a ways you wouldn't well, know. But all those Titanfall developers are laughing now, <laughs> and they're with their great success with Titanfall. <laughs> I like I loved, Titanfall. I, I care about those you know developers. What? Nobody they talks made... about Titanfall. Like nobody <laughs> no, said. No, no I, I prestige three times. Those <laughs> developers made Medal of Honor: Allied Assault, which is one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. So, and then mm-hmm. they went on to make Call of Duty, and then they had a big fight and left to make Titanfall. Oh, very yeah. sad. I'm, I once made uh, the mistake of bringing up the A and B team question to the uh, the president of Treyarch oh, in an really? interview. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And I said like. A good question. So you know, God, you think you're a journalist, Jesus? Why are you doing that? I don't know. It's like, so an uncomfortable. Just, just, just it wasn't you. even uncomfortable. It's like so. Yeah. I mean, with with what's happened with Infinity Ward, you guys have been really uh, thrust into the limelight. You've kind of gone from in people's perception being the B team Call of Duty to being the A team, and like, do you feel increased pressure with that? And that was the mm-hmm. first time I've ever seen a man pick up like a charcoal baguette from his desk and crush it in his hand <laughs> until it became a diamond <laughs> which he then threw at my face yeah. no that's it's a great like, question fucking keep it loser uh-huh. I don't need that money <laughs> I mean it's true they were always perceived as the B team mm-hmm. Treyarch was the as, as somebody who played uh, the B games of Activision Treyarch was the B team of all their shit mm-hmm. they weren't the A team like they yeah. Yeah, they were, I mean, they were just one step above but vicarious he, visions. You he know? just kind of like paused for a second and then very calmly answered, the, like, I don't really like to think of things in terms of A teams and B teams. That's really what divisive. Hell? They shout it like 800 times in the game you make. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway. Yeah, the DLC, though, DLC. like the, the zombies oh, DLC. Yes. Doubled down yeah. so hard yeah. on celebrities. We had Mob of the Dead, which was like. Uh, Ray Liotta, um, mm-hmm. that guy who looks sort of like Edward G. Robinson. Sam Michelle Geller? Uh, no, that's another one. Well, <laughs> no, that's actually this one. Call of the Dead. We're completely surrounded! We're completely fucked! Are you girls kidding me? I've been praying for this shit! Come on! Boys, let's get to work. So that was Call of the Dead, which brought together George Romero, George (laughs) fucking Romero, the originator of the zombie film, uh, Michael Rooker, Robert Englund, Uh, Danny Trejo, and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Wow. Yep. Man, the thing about Michael Rooker that (laughs) Michael Rooker in interviews always seems like, you're drunk right now or are you you just crazy? Are you lost? Yeah. Was this supposed to be someone else's interview? I've heard him on like Doug Loves Movies and I'm like, dude, don't give him a live mic. Like he sounds like a (laughs) nutcase in James Gunn and uh, I think that's what James Gunn loves about it. He's like, yeah, this person's a nutcase and I'll let him just do what he wants. (laughs) What's hilarious to me is like, this this says something to me about the age of like the developers and that like, 
I'm just imagining 14-year-olds who love Call of Duty being like, who the fuck is Sarah Michelle Gellar? Oh, <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> like, like, ooh. Yeah. They, they really, like, this old lady? They really made their, their awesome picks of, like, uh, based on a 30-year-old's mentality of, like, I'm sure that Romero. He, yeah, oh, my God, yeah. I can't they watched Scream? And <laughs> yeah. I know you did. Well, she didn't either of those. She wasn't. I know what you did last okay, summer. Thank you. It's like if they were being really savvy, and they will, and we're going to be left out, it's going to be YouTubers next time. It's gonna what be about a, that movie where she's a magical chef? Everybody no, watches gonna, that it's movie. Be like, what about Cruel Intentions? Pie. Cruel Intentions, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Watch but, that with your girlfriend and get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. But, but uh, yeah, the Call of Duty, I think they sometimes, they're kind of like Madden 2 with their ads. And then their ads are always just like, let's just burn money. Let's yeah. get all these they increasingly have less and less shit. to do with the game. Yeah, it's just famous people in a video like, yeah, I'm a... Who was the one in it last time? Was it Channing Tatum? No, oh, it was Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Kim was in one of them. But then they made a star to Fry Cook. That, we thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, the Fry Cook. I, I predict that in 20 years, video game ads will be about... Who can be the first to get the biggest celebrity to show his dick on camera? <laughs> it's got to be Rockstar. Full frontal, yeah. Well, yeah. that's, I mean, that Full got... frontal, fully erect male nudity. I feel well, like that... that criteria could put me closer to being the biggest celebrity just because my willingness to show my dick. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not even your dick. It's a, I mean, they have to take it a picture be. of your dick. It's got to have that freckle. This You'll know a, otherwise. This is a fucking, this is a Black Mirror episode. This is the future, man. fucking, <laughs> like, Chris's dick is the main dick on TV <laughs> to advertise Call just, of Duty 14 and fuck just that. on 24-7 all channels. <laughs> it's like that popsicle stick in between Nickelodeon shows. <laughs> it's like Hypnotoad except it's your dick. <laughs> they both make the same noise. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading about it's some... true. It is. We have to put that dampener field around your crotch. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some like New York art exhibition or something and this author like it was kind of the theme was like internet addiction and he told his dad like I'm going to put a webcam in here. His dad sleeps at like an internet cafe and people are going to watch you sleep. <laughs> and his dad was like, okay. <laughs> so there's like this exhibition where you go into a tent and there's just a video screen of this guy, this guy's <laughs> dad in Japan sleeping, <laughs> which is, this is the future we live in. Because he's sleeping friends. and you know he's Japanese because he has a snot bubble. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, absolutely. <laughs> Number two. Sora, let's take the raft and go. Just the two of us. Huh? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh-huh. What's gotten into you? You're the one that's changed, Kyrie. Maybe. <laughs> Who are those voices, Henry? Uh, oh, that's uh, Mandy Moore and Haley Joel Osment. Is it Mandy Moore? Oh, wait, no, that's Hayden Panettiere. Sorry, that's Hayden Panettiere. Sorry, Mandy Moore is, is, she's heiress. Hayden, she hasn't been the voice of a... Yeah, she's the whole time. She's been Kyrie since the beginning. Oh, shit. Really? She was a child star, just like Haley Joel. She was in... So uh, weird to think. She was in Disney's Remember the Titans as as like a seven-year-old or something. So (laughs) Disney's had her hooks in, their hooks in her from the beginning, Mm -hmm. man. And now she's in Until Dawn, where she swears and kills people. I love that. Probably. No, she doesn't kill people. Haley Joel Osment is just like a chubby 30-year-old, but still voicing the Sora kid in the big shoes. Does it depend on your choice if she kills people? I can't remember. I also like how they do their voices as if one mile apart wait, <laughs> waiting for the sound to arrive before they respond as is the it, it's uh, a very empty island I mean they're just being you know. as is the nature of these what's games what's up cunt what what, what? <laughs> <laughs> see that got a genuinely shocked uh, silence from the rest of us yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I thought you were just. I thought you just knew Japanese voice acting so well. Oh no, <laughs> but you know who does know Japanese voice acting? Quite Who's that, well? Nickel? <laughs> that smarmy vizier could have had him <laughs> if someone had stuck around to give him a hand. James Woods is a wonderful actor. I was very glad they got James Woods. That was that was pretty pretty good. That they got James mm-hmm. Woods for it. Yeah, the, and you've got James Woods, <laughs> and then he still kept God showing up for all the sequels. Talking like, in my microwave. Hades. Hades just like Hades wasn't even a famous role for him, but I I, I guess it just proved if you ask James Woods to do something and he has a free time, know. he will do it. He's not like funny asshole to me anymore. He's just such an asshole. Uh, because he's suing a guy on Twitter for defamation. Well, and like so just, weird. just look at the crap he talks about. Like he's a fucking yeah. idiot. Um, but he he a is wonderful the most. Asshole. He he does play the most self-aware characters. Rule number eleven: It's all just a game. So let loose and have fun with it. Yeah. Is that from, from KH? That is that is from Kingdom Hearts. He's talking oh. to Cloud specifically. Oh, that's right, because there's that huge arena level. Yes. Cloud um, is a boss mm-hmm. in uh, in the Hercules arena. I, yeah. yeah. I did, I, and, and remember and when also, that mattered? Yeah. Sephiroth <laughs> appears as an optional boss. He's played by Lance Bass. Yep. But yeah. I, unfortunately, I couldn't find any footage where Lance Bass was saying anything other than, Sephiroth. And he just says Sephiroth a lot <laughs> during the battle. Does he? It's yeah. an optional. It's, it's the hardest... I well, think I mean, it's the hardest the, fight in Kingdom Hearts. The song too. says Sephiroth a lot. Sephiroth. Well, yeah, it's it's one wing angel. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah, this is before we knew Lance Bass as the space obsessed homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian Blessed is in it. Dan Castellanata plays uh, Genie. The Genie, yeah. He's a surprising role from the cartoon wasn't series, like in Return a, of Jafar. Wasn't there a reality show where Lance Bass tried to matter like ten years ago? It was a space thing. He was supposed to be on a space uh, reality show, and I think it's still somehow on the hook for that. Really? But it just never like like real- all things involving space travel didn't pan out. He was really great in review. By the oh, way, yeah. review is so good. Uh, a quick side, a quick side note: Jeff Bezos is building like a spaceship in Florida with like a launch pad and shit. Like Jeff Bezos, Jeez, the guy who owns deep. Amazon. So <laughs> I think he knows the world is doomed, and he's building his escape rocket ship. I really think that's that's this. right. The Bible says the meek will inherit the earth. We'll be stuck here. Yeah. No. Everyone, everyone, uh, read the. Uh, uh, Clickhole's profile of Elon Musk because it's the most <laughs> fucking must-read internet article about <laughs> how he just wants to send everything to space. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so there was Mandy Moore as as Eris, I believe. Yeah, Chris Sarandon as Jack Skellington reprising his role from the film. Mm. Well, if you want to talk about reprising, like every Disney voice is the Disney voice. Kind of. Well, well, a lot of them. Okay, not Eddie not Murphy. Jack, uh, not Jack Sparrow. Didn't get Danny DeVito. Right, or uh, Eddie Murphy is Tate Mushu. Donovan who played Hercules. Tate Donovan. You did, couldn't get Tate Donovan? Nope. But they did but get, they did get uh, fucking Bill Sean Watts. Astin. Yeah, yeah, they did get Sean Astin. Yeah. Yeah, he's and a, Bill Watts' face to play Goofy. <laughs> Gorsh. Gorsh. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, why didn't you play Goofy? I can, anybody can do it. It's great. It's, even Mickey too. <laughs> but it has to sound a specific way for thirty years. That's why anybody yes, can do it, but nobody true. does it exactly the same. If you don't punch me in the face, I can't come <laughs> I think one of the last performances, classic I think, cartoon. I think one of the last performances of Mickey was in the Kingdom Hearts DS game. Oh, of that Wayne Allwine. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it. I think it was one of the last ones. To his wife plays Minnie. And still does. Still does. That must feel weird for her Aww. now to like the Minnie. She's Minnie without her Mickey. Aww. Well, she's still. She's also. Uh, that's Rusie Taylor, right? Because she. She's also uh, Martin on. Uh, 
on uh, the Martin Lawrence show. No, on it's the, the Simpsons. same thing you do to people who have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Uh. Yes, but a ton, like uh, Kingdom Hearts. Even if you don't like the story or the characters or the IP involved, it is a voice actor's delight. Like it is, it is everybody from Disney shit reprising their stuff yeah. and a bunch of like the. If you know the Final Fantasy games, those are all the original voices for the most part. Yeah, they were their set voices that they you know used in the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you know, am I getting it confused? Was there some Mina Suvari? Now I feel I feel dumb. I but that's Kingdom Hearts Two had a bunch of like. B to C level celebrities playing like voicing two sentences of characters. Mm-hmm. In, in that the was game. Mandy Moore. Mandy right. Moore. I was right the first time with mm-hmm. Mandy Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yeah, the, they put a lot of work into it, and I gotta say, it is even though they maybe should recast Haley Joel to not play a fourteen-year-old boy anymore, he is still the voice. No, I mean, Haley Joel three. needs the work. Well, no, he he, he does. No, He's he in a bunch of cool does. shit as of late. Yeah. He was just in Entourage the movie. That's I mean, kind of my point. Up. He should always be given more work. Yeah, he's in a uh, Netflix movie that I just saw. He's in Tusk. I thought that was really funny. Oh, uh, right. And what, what are the spoils of Babylon? Yeah, and the spoils before dying. It's <laughs> yes. sequel series where he affects a terrible English accent <laughs> through the whole thing. <laughs> no, I lo- I like my Haley Joel, and I do like that they've stuck with him because I yeah, played. Yeah. I haven't. No, I have not finished Dream Drop Distance. But I am Nor caught up on the seri- series. Uh, I have no idea what's going on. Well, Chris, are you going to finish it in Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 <sighs> Final Chapter Prologue? Jesus ahead Christ. to the news. Dude, Tyler, the latest Kingdom Hearts announced is Kingdom Hearts 2.8. 2.8 no, HD 2.8 HD 2.8 implying a, uh, a trilogy of trilogies within a trilogy. That's uh, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever well, heard. It's like bringing together like 358 slash two days, Dream Drop, Dream Drop Distance, distance. Um, and is it two also new two? chapters? Oh, There's two oh, new chapters. Fantastic. Yeah, but I have learned a lot Christ. from this top five, and uh, <laughs> now whenever I run into a fucking belligerent Final Fantasy VII fan, I'm going to say Sephiroth is Lance Bass. Yes. <laughs> oh, you mean Lance Bass? Are <laughs> oh, you talking about Lance? Yeah, Bass, the, the character wonderful Lance, Bass. Lance Bass. He does such a good. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He was not. Lance Bass did not continue playing Sephiroth. It's a different person than Advent yeah. Children. But it speaks to a different no, time. But he, in but games. he was the real Lance Bass, or the real. It Sephiroth. speaks to a different yes. time in games. They did have so much money to blow, seemingly only so there would be recognizable keywords in a press release. Yeah, like, this, you don't. You don't need Lance Bass to be Sephiroth. Yeah, There's check already it out. A Sephiroth. There are lots of good voice actors who can do any voice. Yes, yes. It doesn't <laughs> yes. matter. It, <laughs> it didn't matter at all. Nobody it, really knew what Sephiroth sounded like at the time. Yeah, and they just thought, well, Tiger Beat will write about the game. Lance <laughs> Bass is in it. It makes me. Well, it also They're makes me wrong. sad. As I think X he was Games, sort of washed up by this. Point. As an X Games journalist, to imagine the 2002 parties that they were having for Games Press, yeah. man, they. They must have just been like throwing gold in the air, like yeah, just have it. Who cares? We'll find this out this week. We go to our Halo Five event. We'll see the oh, difference. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's under embargo, Chris. Oh my god! All right. Well, we should move along to the purely sentimental choice that is. Are you troubled by strange noises in the night? Well. Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or your family actually seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Just pick up the phone and call the professionals. Call the Ghostbusters. I will say the Lord of the Rings games are the only time you'll hear that cast reunite outside of the movies to record original dialogue together. This is the last time you will ever hear the full Ghostbusters cast together. Not Mm -hmm. even in the Lego game. Yeah. No, it's. I think uh, you reviewed this game, Christian. I, I don't. Think I reviewed I did. the Wii version. Oh, you I wrote read, about where it. everybody. I've read about like, a lot. 
In the, in the Wii version, everybody looked kind of like their uh, animated series. Yeah. Yeah. What, the what I, the, There's sort of like a half step between the two. Yeah, yeah the, the sentiment I remember from this game was, fuck this game, you have to play it. Because yeah, it's the last yeah. time... It's not a great game. Happen. I think it's pretty I terrible really in like a lot it. of parts, but it's, it is thoroughly enjoyable. I think it's a enjoyable. very solid 7 out of 10. Uh, I replayed it last year, uh, less than a year ago for uh, during Halloween. Not, mm. no, not, not, I replayed not. it on hard the week after I was recovering from Salmonella, <laughs> and I still think it was pretty good. Oh, is that the Wendy's incident? Yes. Oh, well, uh, you were haunted by a different spirit. <laughs> from, from the perspective of someone with taste. Um, <laughs> like mean, but you're the one who got salmonella from Wendy's <laughs> for trying to do the healthy thing and eating a grilled chicken sandwich. Yes. Never try to be healthy, kids. It's the worst thing you can do. Uh, no, there's a bunch of kind of fun levels, but there's a lot of raw garbage in there that is only buoyed by like. Banter between Harold Ramis and Bill Murray. That sounds fucking yeah. great. Now, I remember getting demoed this mm-hmm. game like, one of the first times and just going like, oh my. And I, I was getting demoed it next to Dan Amrick, who was just like freaking out. And I was, and I, this was like a year into my career. So I was just like, I'll let Dan handle this. I'll just It's worth quiet. freaking. The music, the, oh, the they, music, they, the they paid, they went all the way. Like, yeah. they. The opening of the game is somebody getting scared and then a zoom in and then... The opening of the game is the original Columbia logo. Yeah, And like totally. the, the save menu is... Fucking great. They had all the interstitial stuff. Yeah, it was. they got Annie Potts. And if you have any Max Van Saito from... I don't, unfortunately. Dude, that shit is awesome. Like, he's just a thing... We played it ages ago with the... Where you like pets. You can just you can just ask him Vigo questions over and over again. And he sounds like a tiger. Tired old man in a recording booth, <laughs> and and yet he is also he's yeah. also in the Force Awakens. He's gonna be wow, still he's been around so long. Tradition for dying British actors to appear in. He was Star an Wars. old man in the eighties. <laughs> if they don't sacrifice a British actor, then it won't be a good Star Wars film. True. Uh, yeah, no, I loved. He's I, not British. I, excuse me, jeez. Uh, no, I get. I I did love it, and I loved when they were demoing it. They. Specifically chose a stage without Bill Murray. And so we we're all just saying, like, did you guys really get Bill Murray? I mean, you guys yeah. got to get Bill Murray. When now I look back on it as a seasoned veteran, like, yeah, they're going to show Bill Murray in the next round of previews. Duh. Uh-huh. Well, the the thing is, like, they, I think the only major characters they weren't able to get Moranis. were Sigourney Weaver, or the major <sighs> actors, Sigourney yeah. Weaver and Rick Moranis. But they replaced Sigourney Weaver with who? Oh, shit. I totally forgot. Um, Alyssa Milano. Yes, that's who. That is perfect. Thank you. Not the words that rescuing hero wants to hear from his damsel in distress. May I say, your eyes are much prettier when they're not glowing like hot coals. Peter, I've made an extraordinarily frightening discovery. Why don't you all go away? So much fun, man. I, was this I, at the time when had Ramis and Murray made up? Because they kind of hated each other after they didn't after have Groundhog to. Day. Yeah, um, I guess so. yeah, they may have never met. No, he's he said in an interview. Bill Murray said in an interview he made up with oh, Ramis no, 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 before during the voice recording. Oh, during the recording, no, he did. They didn't because. I know Bill That's Murray. That's probably why they wanted to do it as a video game. It's like we don't yeah. have to be in the same room. Awesome. That's probably the only way you can get Bill Murray to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the, one of the I best. Love his anecdote we about played it. it on. I think I played it on the Letterman episode. We did, but he did this Letterman interview where he I talked can do this. about. I can do okay, this. you just do the I, whole. Because I love it. It's it's Bill Murray talking on Letterman. Like, yeah, I've hated Ghostbusters for a long time, and then I'm doing the game. And I had a lot of fun being Peter Venkman again. And like the the game has all the sound effects, and so I'm. Literally get the Ghostbusters song stuck in my head, and I'm walking down the streets of New York. Boom, boom, 
and then I realize people are looking at me like, get over it, pal. (laughs) (laughs) Only in New York would they react to that spectacle with anything but joy. But what you can take away from that is that Bill Murray was recording his VO in New York. Mm -hmm. I promise you that game studio was not located there. No, No. Red Fly's not there, no. It was... No, it, but I think also that's just Bill Murray's dark attitude, uh, cynical outlook on life. It says something that even when I tried to record or grab clips of the other characters, I still ended up grabbing a bunch of yeah. Bill Murray dialogue. Well, hello there. Dig it, Peter. Rick got possessed again. Ah, Z! You'll have to go through me first. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. Just like a puppy, every day's the first day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got the brain the size of Jupiter. I ain't nobody's fourth Ghostbuster. Well, Ernie Hudson. Not Keith Keith David. David. Yeah. (laughs) But he is the fourth Ghostbuster. Yes. Yeah, I I always felt bad for Zed Moore. He got a bad bad deal. Yeah, he always got fucked over in the movies. But in the game, he makes up pretty well because he he gets his PhD. He's (laughs) he's another professor. I do love that, that he got to be on the same level. Yes, finally. And, and, and Annie Potts was in it too, right? Yes, yeah, she was. As Janine, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't. I was dumb and didn't grab any. I guess Gordy Weaver just had better things. No, to she do, said in the later interview, like I didn't understand what they were doing, or that they got the whole cast back together, and I didn't show. Like if I knew yeah. that, I wouldn't have been a holdout. She um, she found out after she found out that everyone was together after yeah. she turned it down, yeah, and then wanted to be in, but they'd already hired and Alyssa Milano. Rick Moranis, I, I well, he's just retired. I man. Absolutely yeah. respect respect how retired. I saw him do an interview recently. He's just like, nah, I don't want to do that anymore. Well, he I could got, have literally phoned it in. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. could have done it over the phone. He's like, nah, I just want to record my banjo recordings, and I'm kind of done with that <laughs> period of my life. Okay. Done with the period of being in every movie I saw for a decade. <laughs> Yeah. Jesus Christ, Rick Moranis. He got it out of his system. What I do you guess. want? You, you were just an ugly dude in glasses. You, it's surprising you got this far. Mm, at least he didn't go on to like sell vodka and a stupid fucking skull. <laughs> and balloon to three times his size. Stop <laughs> is wonderful. Uh, <laughs> also in this game are two actors who you might not expect. Let me hear. Care to tell me why my library, <laughs> yeah. museum, and parade are all going down the toilet? So I keep telling you, sir, the Ghostbusters are nothing but scam artists determined to throw a negative light on you and the city and extort you for more money. That's, uh, uh, that is Brian Doyle Murray and Dickless. As the mayor. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear that his voice without thinking of Captain Knuckles from... Uh-huh. Uh, not, not Chowder, the other weird Spongebob ripoff the Cartoon Network man. did. Nope. Oh, I'm forgetting. Uncle Grandpa? No, 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 no. I don't watch that stuff. I watch Steven Universe. Prince of Pizza? No, well, I, I can't hear... It was from a few years ago. I think of Brian Doyle Murray. I think of the... Uh, Noah's the... RT. No, I think <laughs> of the... Yeah. It's I... also talking to William Atherton uh, back as uh, Walter Peck. Yes. No, I was talking, I was talking about the... Um, the referee at the rap competition between the Fat Kids Camp and the Buddhists on uh, a Mr. Show. Oh, fuck it. Uh, oh, raising the roof. come on. <laughs> they, they decided it because they're like, we want a guy who sounds like that Brian Doyle Murray guy. We can just get Brian Doyle Murray. Okay. It's Bill Murray's brother. Uh, Flapjack is the TV show I was there thinking of. Very important. There it is. Yes. Nobody watches. That is a fantastic show. Mm. Especially the one where he befriends a plague rat and it gives everyone the plague. Mm. Uh, you're warming me up yeah, today. Yeah, it's very, very dark. <laughs> not your usual SpongeBob ripoff. But anyway, that's been our top five. <gasps> it definitely I, deserved to be number one. Yes, I, I think so. Just, just for the significance of what it is, mm. and they, I think the cast did a fantastic job. Yeah, um, I would have, I would have settled for half as good a job as they did. Yes, and so if. 
if anything, like I personally still love just the mechanics of waving the fucking proton cool. wand around and Super banging ghost environments. Too. Yeah. The, cool. the now, level design is not fantastic. Now I remember walking outside the Ecto-1 for about two and a half hours. It mm-hmm. slowly moves down to New York Street. Through that graveyard. Yeah, not good. You also that. chase down Onion Head, too. Mm-hmm. You do that. so that's Slimer for you, lay, you uh, laymen for out there. For children. <laughs> no, Slimer's never Slimer called Slimer in, my in heart. That's true. Mm-hmm. Is he ever called Slimer in the, I think in the, the, in the no. game? Yes. Oh, they get, yeah, they do call him that mm-hmm. again. Yeah, okay. What you all don't realize is that actually oh, God. Ghostbusters is bad. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. You're just being a spoiler. He is. He's an evolution man. <laughs> never not love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's been our top five. Uh, we're going to take a little break and go out on Metal by Numbers by uh, Brian Posehn. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, some other stuff. Stay tuned. Kill metal twice, but will never really die. Kind of like a zombie or even a Jesus guy. So grab your friends from instruments and start a metal band. Think about that. Get the wizard or red pop. I'm red. We're coming to the end of the first verse. They took the freaking pretty course. Then the second verse. I know I just rhymed. First with first. That's because I'm so metal, bitch. Where's your fucking purse? Hey everybody, it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch and eats garbage and hoards rat skulls. You know what I do and who I am and why I'm here. It is, of course, to tell you how to support Veggie Game Apocalypse, the podcast to which you are now listening. I may be a small woodland creature, but I have perfect diction. And, and I'm, I'm really pushed to take things to a new level with the celebrity impressions on this, this episode. I'm hoping the celebrity sound clips will notice my performance in this segment and invite me into their movies and mansions. And you know what? Honestly, I think, I think a Hollywood mansion, even a terrible Hollywood McMansion, of the kind inhabited by TV stars and reality TV stars would be an improvement over this place. You may have heard how terribly expensive rents have become in San Francisco. I don't even want to tell you how expensive it is to live here if you're a creature who inhabits a disgusting warren that nobody wants around. Uh, There's so much protection money and bribery involved, you don't even want to think about the expenses. But onto the subject of supporting Video Game Apocalypse, there are a bunch of ways you can do this. Go on iTunes, subscribe, review, leave us five-star reviews. Five stars only, please. Even if you hate the show, just say this fucking terrible show and leave it five stars and everyone will be baffled, but you'll get hundreds and hundreds of yes this review was helpful thumbs up because other fans will recognize their own and they will approve you can go to patreon.com slash laser time and contribute money directly to the show those who contribute above a certain amount get access to a bunch of different podcasts that you wouldn't normally get for free it's a terrible deal for everyone involved but you like it go to lasertimepodcast.com and look at the amazon links down the right side of the page click on them search for something you actually want to buy and we'll get a little cut of the proceeds as long as it's in the same session tell a friend go up and say hey friend there's this podcast this this raccoon is uh, rambling and still rambling right now i'm actually telling you about this as I'm listening to it, but he's telling me, hold on, hold on, I'm holding a finger to my ear. Uh, you should listen to Vigigame Apocalypse, and my underwear is being worn on the outside. Alright, yes, relay all that information to your friend, and as they're standing there dumbfounded, run off and hide in the nearest bush. It always works for me as a perfect conversation ender. That's my spiel. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of the show. Hey, 
And welcome back to our scintillating second segment. Ooh, I like the alliteration, Michael. I do, too. It is, it's good lubricant for when we start in with this week's awful... Actually, I take it back. They're not awful if you're Chris. Yes, but, well, or if you like hockey, I suppose. Uh, I like hockey, so let's no, talk. Chris, oh. you need to talk about Forza Motorsport. Oh fuck, did that come out this week? Forza yes. Motorsport Six. Yep, to I, don't I guess eights and stuff. It's I, getting okay. Already. I'm sure if you don't like the series, you're scoffing at this, its existence. And yet, yet another <laughs> one, <After> Fonzie <gasps> Motorsport. <laughs> Fonz- hey, <laughs> sit on it. It is shift. a Forza. It's the motorsport. Uh, we drive the car. I think Gran Turismo yeah. soured people on a. Mainstream car sim because it's really boring and yep. focuses on granular mm-hmm. aspects of uh, car physics that you don't care about. Mm-hmm. And Forza has always done the opposite and tried mm-hmm. to make a better game out of loving cars. I do not love cars. They will not delay a game for five years just to no. make sure that <laughs> no. they have the graffiti on the Nurburgring exactly correct yeah. and consistent with real life. Yeah, if, Instead, if, they will put out a game every goddamn year until people well, are tired if anything, of it. They figure out new gameplay aspects to add into the cars that they've already modeled. And like, sure, uh, yeah. like if you've ever actually, if you spend an hour with a Forza game, you will love it. Period. Mm-hmm. It's they're always great. Uh, there's a free that's a bold claim. You will. It's just like if you like games, like it's a really good game. Like it, it, it has a really interesting sense of prog- progression. You know, you played Mario Kart. You can play it like that if you want. Uh, but yeah, I, it, I think it's a fantastic game. I have not touched six at all. It's also, like frozen yogurt. Who doesn't like? But I hear good. I hear good things, right? Like also, I know from reading Penny Arcade that it has card packs. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. It incorporates weird uh, gamifications that you will like. You have to like them. Like it yeah. rewards you for little things here and there. It's very, Forza has always been unbelievably great at being a game where none of its competition has been. The reviews have been good, not great. It used to be you could count on twerps like Chris giving every Forza game a 10, but that's not what happens anymore. It, it doesn't happen as often, I would say. <laughs> has it really only been six years? Mm-hmm. What? No, it's been like eight or nine okay, years. Right. Like, remember when... No, actually, yeah, wasn't it when the... The 360 launch, it was like they had Project Gotham and they had Forza, and they kind of had to choose one or the other, and surprise, surprise, they chose the one that they owned and shut down the other company. Uh, Yeah, eh, meh. But come on, there's also NHL 16. Yeah, and uh, Pro Evolution Soccer. Konami's Which other Konami can put out a div- another game. Yeah, yeah. NHL more than one is game. cool, but it's not on PC as most sports games aren't. And mm-hmm. I think they should rethink that. I understand why they left PC. Yep, because like they was getting pirated, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, well, and also it's just like we're selling Madden, but mm-hmm. you have an Xbox. Okay, like that's <laughs> you have the mainstream thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but PC gaming has taken the fuck off, mm-hmm. and the, you know so. I know I, EA Sports. I just tried, want sports games back. Yeah, EA Sports selfishly. tried like a free to play thing with Tiger Woods. Have they I not they released EA? Not released its sports games on PC? Not for a long time. No, because I I, I went back rare. home and my uncle and uh, my my cousin they're like we, they only play the sports games. Like, I'm, I'm like pretty sure that's no problem. I'll get you those. Then all of a sudden they dried up and disappeared. Like, but EA, they were they were part of a big audience. EA and 2K have both stopped them. Like the last like 2K wow. game I feel like is MLB 2K 08 mm. or whatever. Meanwhile, yeah. Konami is putting out. Uh, 
PES for for PC. That, don't, don't they deserve your love, Tyler? That has been on PC, and so has. So uh, they did such a good job with Phantom Pain on PC. Holy shit! Yeah, that's yeah. I, oh, it's that, a great PC. That game. is unbelievable to me that they pulled that off. I'm I was certain. Bizarre. And thank you to PC worse. Gamer for yeah. for that guide about how to upres it into uh, 4K oh. and then downsample it to 1080p. Yeah, that it looks amazing. Cool. Yeah. It doesn't do 1080p standard. No, no, no. You can upres it basically like uh, what you do is you run it as at a resolution higher than your monitor's default resolution mm-hmm. and then you downsample it so like shrink it you know if you take a yeah like a photoshop say you take a <laughs> giant beautiful photo in yeah, photoshop yeah. and make it smaller it only looks better yeah you know so that's Do it constantly that's mm-hmm. the technique and, and it looks great but yeah that and um fifa are on pc for whatever reason soccer games are on pc <laughs> yeah i would have never expected after Companies like EA, Warner, Ubisoft, all of them have problems with PC ports. But the Konami of all people yeah. could have one with without any yeah. any hooks or Batman. Or... Batman's a fucking disaster, and Metal Gear, a series that has never been on PC traditionally, it's been on a couple times. Well, okay, yeah, uh, I think wasn't Substance Metal Gear Solid Two Substance originally the PC version, or was, was it? it the Xbox? Version? Uh, no, it was Xbox. Okay. I think I do believe MGS One was on PC. It was, yeah, yes. it was. I, I guess I should say was never a PC series. No, it's not, not, not a because it's Japanese a PC series. But yeah. uh, and it's great. I do believe Arkham Knight came back to PC this week, right? I don't know if it re-released yet. I know they patched it, but yeah, uh, okay. I don't know if they put it back on sale. But yeah, they really fucked up pretty bad. <laughs> As long as we're talking about games I don't care about, uh, Senran Kagura <laughs> 2 Deep Crimson is out titties. on PS. Yes. <laughs> Big Japanese titties! <laughs> yes, that is the game. Yeah, that's the extent of what I know about it. Uh, well, Senran Kagura is like marvelous uh, slash exceeds one of its best-selling games, but as a dirty little secret almost, mm. because... Uh, when the developers of Marvelous were this developer of Marvelous was working on a 3D game, he thought, "What do people want to see in three dimensions? Ah, boobs! I'll make the I'll make a ninja game that's really covered in boobs, and it sold so well that each game has gotten farther away from ninja action and more towards breasts. and And the interesting the interesting deal with it is that in Europe it's a boxed copy in, on the 3DS, but in America they are still just downloads and hmm. I think it's partially because Exceed at first was like eh, can we sell enough of these to justify publishing it in, in, in a box but I think also they thought this might anger some people this M-rated boobs game that on the cover literally has, uh, this is the first game, literally has a pair of breasts titty fucking a scroll like a scroll <laughs> is between Christ. those boobs. That's how you save <laughs> I think it is and, and it's gone on but it's one of the most successful series in Japan right now it's gone on to have Jesus. successful spin-offs on the Vita mm-hmm. and the PS3 and multiple anime series like Senran Kagura is a big hit I'm not a I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of Senran Kagura but I get I obviously understand why people like it and one of the downsides of Japanese development in general is that they the people who will pay money for a box copy of a game in Japan is a shrinking and shrinking amount, but they can count on uh, hentai dollars all the time. This is the, the Henry Gilbert endorsement. Boobs aren't my thing, but I get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, if I ever yeah. become a, somehow become a rap star against all odds, my name is going to be hentai dollars. <laughs> 
Well, I'm, I will say, so there's something about Sarah Kagura. I do like that it's very open. It's like, this is the boobs game, man. It's oppositely, there are games I really like, mm-hmm. like uh, from Japan, like Danganronpa, Persona, all these, all these super niche JRPGs and strategy games. And then in those, they insert a stupid dating sim where, you're, where you molest women or, or peep on them in the in the hot spring. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I didn't buy this for that. I wanted I wanted to well, look at menus and Change get your XP. culture for me, Japan. Me. I'm just saying that I this Senran Kagura. <laughs> is, Everybody just backed away from the microphone. Let him let him get it out. He'll sleep tonight. Senran Kagura like puts it. the horse. First, they're like, "Yeah, we're selling you tits. Here they are. Buy them or don't." Mm. I think the goal of what's this, this about horses and tits? The goal of this wonderful feminist adventure should Shitty make horse. it so shit like this is not the norm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there needs to be a place for objectification, like pure, like a genre yes. of objectification games. I, That's I agree what you with are. that. I also think there should be more male objectification. Oh, totally, yes. totally. They, like, I don't think object objectification is, is necessarily a bad thing. It's bad if it's norm. If it's what everything. Mm-hmm. If it's every goddamn game, yeah, and everybody's sucks. like, "Oh yeah, this should this." is the normal thing why are you trying to take away this thing that's in every where the, you, let's move it into topic yeah <laughs> I'm just saying like I, like I see like giant Japanese tits and roll my eyes but if I bought a game just because somebody was doing something ridiculous with tits mm-hmm. I might have a good time mm-hmm. yeah. and I might buy that I, I will say in terms of equal opportunity stuff there was one uh, screenshot I saw on Twitter that mm. kind of made me feel like uh, maybe I understand this a little better now which was a shot from MGS5 of uh, <laughs> Quiet when she first arrives on Mother Base mm-hmm. and she's standing there in her bikini and Boss has her, his hand on her shoulder and in this version the Boss boss is also not wearing any clothes he's uh, he's just got his he's shirtless with his just his uh, Alice harness straps whatever oh, and so harness. it's like oh if they're both naked then I can look at Boss and say like I wouldn't want to play like that really like he's, <laughs> he seems so undefended <laughs> and I'm like oh yeah that's how people feel looking at Quiet once again driving lines I don't understand Four is a six forever. Mm. Uh, even though I'll, I'll probably never play it. Anyway, uh, dense density. Density. Keep wanting to call it density. Uh, Destiny, the Taken King. Taken King for a ride. Yes, mm-hmm. um, man. You play me. Well, you played it, and I watched. Though I, I was watching fifty percent of the time, just reading the chat on the stream. I hear it's the, good. It it is, and I hate yeah. I hate talking about it because I'll sound unqualified. But just so you know, if you're a Destiny fan, I was level thirty four. By the time the, the update went up. And, uh, yeah, I had a great time. It's just, like, here's... It doesn't sound like a compliment, because you guys always shit on my compliments for Destiny. Mm-hmm. It's a fundamentally sound game uh, with, not, <laughs> with, with a, a, not a lot to do, except you get to do it over and over with friends and make it harder. I've heard enough about it that I know it's a, a fine game. It's like it's a, it's a, about loot drops, for Dude, the most like, part. Dude, like... That's, oh, a third of the pizza gamer yeah. staff play it. Regularly. Right, and I also feel ignorant because, like, the shit that Destiny offers is something that console games have not necess- necessarily done before, but PC game is, you know, you may have, no, gaming but has been like, doing for over ten years. P- P- PC gamer staff plays Destiny. Yeah. Likes Destiny. Like- so that's why I hate talking about it, but the idea that, like, for the first time ever... I've been playing Destiny for a year on and off, like, invested a lot of time, maxed out my character. I have not seen new shit in years. You can't understand... I can't even convey my happiness and like this is not the same environment Peter Dinklage is not saying something boring and, like I, <laughs> no, I, I saw someone say on Twitter we're going like, to Saturn we're going to Saturn we've I never saw, been to Saturn I saw I was, someone say on Twitter the worst thing about this expansion is that it's really hard to make fun of Destiny now like it's actually good <laughs> it's pretty good and also actors from Firefly are in your ears saying words they were always there but it was it, right, it was more that like um my my biggest what weirds me out and again PC gamers are used to this all this exotic gear like high level gear I have not only 
uh, gotten lucky enough to find in loot drops and leveled up pretty fucking horribly are now worth nothing. You're Ooh. finding the base shit in the new game sure. beats the thing you've been uh, cultivating for a year is now instantly beaten like by shit you find randomly. So so it's nice to play the game. It's like playing the game with fresh eyes a little bit. But uh, yeah, I can't. I, I've only done the first couple story missions. Uh, we have the stream up. It looks fucking gorgeous. Uh, whatever the new enemy type is is. Very clearly, not them developing a new enemy type, but doing something <laughs> interesting with those models that you have not done before. Is there is there like enough loot in Destiny that like you could have a cool kick-ass gun that's not the same as everyone else's cool kick-ass gun? Because like this is a problem in WoW where it's like, um, where it's like for a while, I I have the legendary sword. Sure. Raise it. Thir- Thirty-five other people around you. So I have the legendary yeah. sword. Rage the legendary well, sword. I have your legendary sword plus two. <laughs> it, it is like that, but like with every new update, there's something you could affix it with and give it new powers. Maybe drink, literally drink a Red Bull and enter a code <laughs> yeah, in. And- you know, and it, we didn't even talk about that on the stream. I've, I I bought a fucking Red Bull for you in the hopes of getting you like uh, the magic Henry sword. I bought a Red Bull for, to get my flame sword and double my XP. And the Red Bull Destiny system was compromised and all the codes were stolen. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I tried to redeem it. It's like, this has been redeemed already. I'm like, that means someone drank my Red Bull. I literally Because this is under my tab. I drank one Red Bull a day. Mm Mm-hmm. So I could have helped you out there. But, oh, dude, uh, I could just swim through the backseat of your car and just <laughs> up my destiny game. Like, such so a much degree. destiny in that backseat. So much density. I've, I didn't mention this last week because I didn't know it was out, but Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time is cool. out. Oh, yeah. Cool I've game. heard very good things Wait, about what? it. I played it at a PAX a couple years ago. Yeah, we streamed one, it. One last thing. It's it's a console game that... I, there's no PC version of Destiny still? No, no, no. Um, like It's yeah, a console game that promised be. a 10-year experience, and it... It's nice to see that, like, yes, it's only uh, two two fifths of the way in, mm. but it's yeah, they they might be able to make good on this. Like, the game is still fucking. Now it's a ten year experience, and they're only mm. one fifth. They're what? They're one tenth. Yeah. yeah. One, I one, mean, Wow has uh, sure it it bleeds subscribers, but like it keeps. People I heard back I heard people complimenting there. the cutscenes. Yes, they were nice. I do not give a shit about the game story. Like going going in with three to six players. And making shit constantly unbearably hard for one another until we get just refined with raw awesome. It's it's an experience that's not on. There's no so, other system on consoles. I want to go to a Imagination Land for a second to talk about <laughs> Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time with Ooh, you, Chris. Please imagine this: you're playing like uh, asteroids and kind of a bullet hell shmup. Mm-hmm. However, your spaceship has an interior. And this is a local co-op game, two players, and you actually have to physically move. To the part of the ship where the turret is to control it, Ooh. or to the part of the ship where like the steering Ooh. wheel is to move it. So you have to run around the inside of your ship. This is like a two D game, almost like a you're seeing a cross section of the ship. Really? And yeah, it's it's. I haven't personally played it, but it seems no. Really it sounds cool. really no. It's really cool. You and a friend have to be like, shit. You go. Yeah. You pilot the ship. I'm going to shoot the turret. And it, yeah, it's on the X Bone as well. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really it's really cool looking. And also I. I do it. It's just the name, and it has almost nothing to do with the actual gameplay. But they call it "Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time" because you are two seemingly genderless things <laughs> uh, in a spaceship that are lovers yeah. as well. Like, yeah, and you're you know you're you gotta you gotta fend off the bad guys so you can go back to your sweet 
love making. This is awesome. I like thinking that they're not like just uh, genderless representations of people, but that that's actually what they are. They're basically like <laughs> pom pom from Homestar Runner. Well, then and they're that, alien to us. Then they they take off their their uh, spacesuits and just sort of like bump their flat uh, crotches against each other. Uh, that, I was texting in the middle in the beginning of the new release like, on that exact same thing. Ah, I was threatening I to put my dogs in my friend's bathtub, and if you don't know what that is, it's where you try and shove your balls in another man's asshole. Right? Yeah. It's like putting dogs in a bathtub that we put one in and the other one jumps out. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. What I'm saying. So he, he invented a move called the quadratesticle. Uh, so of course he did. That's course. the professionalism I was showing uh-huh. at the beginning of this segment. Uh, the quadratesticle. <laughs> and I just I had to I run back to the room and charge my phone. But the last thing we figured out, if we swallow one big ball that me and my friend Sam make, I can pretend I'm pregnant and get on airlines faster. Ultra ball. Ultra ball. Yeah. Yes. News. News. <laughs> Wait, you didn't talk about Mario Maker. We did, we that did last, last week. week. That's really great. You know what my What's favorite part of Mario Maker is? What? Being continually told that the content I want to play around with is coming later. Yeah. Uh, of course, there's a way to trick your system into giving it to you early, but it's a pain in the ass and I won't do it. Jesus. I do want to plug real quick. There is a Laser Time uh, clan. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it'll at least work on PSN. Laser Time show. Uh, we do have a clan. Uh, Destiny clan. Mm-hmm. Just saying. And I've been in it, I've been in it a lot. Not, not a Ku Klux Klan. No. Well, speaking of Mario makers, the makers of Mario made quite a big move this week. Oh my God! You are the Gene Shout uh, of game journalism. Nice. <laughs> this is so uh, good. So yeah, uh, Mr. Kimishima is now the new president globally of Nintendo, and it translates I, to in American as Captain Boring. <laughs> so I heard of. So Kimishima is a 65 year old man who has been a lifer at Nintendo. Looks he, exactly what you what you think yes, of when you Japanese think. Japanese businessman. Business Older Japanese businessman. Yeah. Bald head. Sour nice expression. Yeah. Big glasses. But you can just so, see him cry coming into a maid he paid for. Uh, so even though technically Reggie... <laughs> even though technically in the 2000s Reggie fils was the face of Nintendo of America, he was the... Taki, uh, sorry, Kimishima was the actual president of mm-hmm. Nintendo of America. And but back in a pre-Wii, right? Uh, right around Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when, when Reggie became the full-on president of Nintendo of America, then Kimishima went back to Japan and was like... There, to the multiple well, To head up their HR department. Yes, that the is, head that of the is, HR department. That yeah. is the new president of... The, it couldn't be a more well, boring choice. I'm yeah. sure it's fine. It's, a bo- it's the safe choice. <laughs> they went... The, so... It was a big deal when Iwata was made president because he was in his early 40s. He was a very young man mm. by Japanese president standards for oh, yeah. a very conservative company like that. It was a big deal to hire him. This time they're doing what you expect a Japanese company to do, which is promote one of their most senior guys who will have a boring, safe uh, uh, overseeing of they things. They should make me president, man. I'd get them back into the playing card I, business. <laughs> well, were Big you time? born in Japan? Hey, card packs, man. It's what games are all about now. <laughs> yeah, was your mo- were your mother and Dude, father Japanese I and would, were you uh, born in Japan? I'd yeah. put them all on every Nintendo game on Steam. <laughs> Wean them off of this boring uh, digital shit and uh, make them make poker decks. That's where the real money is. Well, yes, so it's make not... games that you have to f- like physically fi- fly a plane to and play. Uh-huh. That's how physical yes, they want yes. these games. So it's not only just that Kimishima is the new president, mm-hmm. uh, but also that they say they're still going to do Nintendo Directs, but this guy's so boring, he will not He will not be the face of Nintendo Directs. It will be Miyamoto, Fizume, and a bunch of Treehouse guys from here on out. Yeah, or they'll keep moving up. They'll just mm. move up some other Japanese dudes. So that's the other thing, too. Miyamoto, 
and Genyo Takeda, who were the, like, they were three and four in in uh, old Nintendo structure. Mm-hmm. I think they technically still are, but they had executive titles. Now Nintendo is creative a fellow, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Genyo Takeda are, I believe, is like general fellow. Not, he's another fellowship, but I think, it to me, it feels like it's them sunsetting their careers. They're both in their mid-60s. They've been working on... On on games since before the NES for Nintendo, like they maybe want to retire. Check this out, Henry. My first game is called Nintendo Island. Mm-hmm. It costs sixty thousand dollars, but you do get to hunt humans <laughs> <laughs> on an actual island. humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in Nintendo related news, I want to say. Uh, Sega did the unthinkable this week. <gasps> I saw that. Released a game. It postponed <laughs> oh, a game. Oh. A Sonic game. That's right. Over quality oh, concerns. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fire so, nice. <laughs> Sonic Boom. I had that written down. Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric was one of the worst <laughs> uh, AAA games produced last year. And the fact that... Number, it's, you it's know, you're, you're not games. going over other people. You review this game. I did. Like, you I know did. This. I played expert. it from start to finish. Yeah. It streamed is it. bad. We streamed it. It was a delight of shit. Oh, man. Um, uh, yeah, I wrote it down like, as like, uh, Sega has delayed a Sonic game over quality concerns. This has literally never happened. Yeah. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. It has not happened, yeah. ever. Like, every no, Sonic I, game hits its, its, its and, and I'm wondering, like... Did they feel burned by the terrible reviews that Sonic Boom got? Or is this like, this isn't even up to those standards? You, but no, I, uh, my assumption is it's a 3DS game only. And the 3DS mm-hmm. version of Sonic Boom was not the bad one. No, it wasn't great. It wasn't good. Believe, no, but I think I think if this was a Sonic Team developed game, it would not get delayed. But because this is a mm. an American sub uh, contractor, yeah. mm-hmm. that this time they are like, no, you damaged Sonic so bad that it, this can't I'm, we well, can't ship it like they Sanzaru Games is not to blame. And did, did they do the the other? No, they didn't do. Yeah. No. So Sanzaru, the makers of uh, Sly Four. Um, who are just down the road from us, actually. They've made the portable booms, right? Uh, maybe, yeah. Well, that's what I'm asking. Did they do the last they 3DS made the, one? They made, yeah, they made... They didn't yes, make Rise yeah. of Lyric, which means no. they're not to blame. I'm so confused by Sega. <laughs> like, I feel like there are two companies named Sega yeah. that, like, mm-hmm. never disputed the copyright because there's one that published Alien Isolation. Yeah. Yes. And then there's one that puts out shit Sonic games. Oh, yeah. Um, Which Sega are One's in America and one's in Japan. (laughs) That's all. Yeah, they did do Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal. Yeah. Shattered Crystal. Not Rise Rise of Lyric, but but also it's, it's sad that the Wii U got like the bad Sonic games. They're like, no, it's exclusives. These are exclusive games. <laughs> like, you know, sad. It's just weird how there are so many kick-ass Sega games and then, yeah. like, still, like, they're becoming a cool publisher on PC especially. Well, they're, yeah. they're a cool publisher in Japan. There's well, cool Sega shit in Japan that yeah. doesn't come here. Like Fantasy Star mm-hmm. 2. Hatsune Miku does come here. Yeah. yeah did just that. the other week. So, I mean, should they just give up on Sonic and stop? And, like... Well, uh, like what Henry was talking about, the, the idea of Awada being hired like as not an old person doesn't happen at Japanese yeah, game companies. The, guy, the guys there, are, their, their teeth are falling out when they give speeches. <laughs> They're making terrible decisions on what they understand. It's, it's probably disgusting. Well, I think, you know, Sonic isn't... <laughs> not saying experience. Sonic firsthand. isn't for old farts like us anymore. It's, it's not. It's not. It's, well, like I, the, it's, not even for the, it's not even for the people who are like 21 now that uh, played Sonic Adventure. It's, but, for, it's for millennials, well, bro. Hold on, hold on. It resonates this Sonic, super hard with its fans yeah. and with 
kids, and th- yeah. that's the part that mystifies me. It's like mm-hmm. there, other than Sonic Boom, like there hasn't really been a good Sonic anything for kids to jump onto. So, no, like, where's true. this fervent fandom coming? Sonic from? Dash Generations. Mm, um, okay, yeah, all right, fine. Is like, Generations even for kids, man. It, no, I bet not necessarily. Not, to be Generations honest, is for old farts like us. I bet they feel their most attachment to like their iPad versions of. Well, Sonic I, but game, I, like I, I promise you, game, it is. Yeah. They consider it Sega's Mario, where Mario does bridge the gap between us and children. Yeah. Like but, both but of us, Sonic find it is a fun. poison brand in my mind. Uh, it shouldn't be, but you know what? This game is delayed and also not good, which I highly predict. Um, <laughs> it, like, what will we have to complain about then? Like, well, Sonic Team, you would assume is doing something. Right? That, well, that could wait, be. We should move on to the news that I, well, we really want to talk about. You've got to be talking about the Star Wars Battlefront pre-order fridge at I'm, Walmart. I'm not, but that, <laughs> is, that sure is a fridge. For $124, you can get a mini fridge. Wait, is it an electric fridge as, or is it just a cooler? As my boss, Evan Lottie, put it, this phrase depletes the uh, metals in my body. There is also a Call of Duty pre-order fridge. Really? Why is this a thing? Called the, the Juggernog. Of course, pre-order edition, <laughs> which Christ. gets you a mini fridge. <sighs> so you're buying a mini fridge and you get a game. That's you know, essentially you know what this what tells me. This tells me gamers are getting so old. This is how they reconcile with their wives and their budget. No, this is honey. It comes with the fridge. This is going to college. It's practical. Going to college. No, no, I think it's fill it's, it with dew. It's going next to some dude's easy chair. Like, Am I gonna hold my I'm, balls? So I big. need another Red Bull. Why is it so far to get away the Red from Bull out of the No, Red Bull is destiny. You put dew in it. God damn yes. it! Oh, right, yeah. So, Fueled by dew. or as I call it, call it the liquid sugar burger. So, Michael, were you uh, <laughs> segueing to talk about Sony's? TGS I press was conference? trying to. This is the week of Tokyo Game Show, Speed, and yeah. it most of it hasn't happened by the time we're recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big news, pretty much. Yeah, the big now. news. Like Sony had the press conference, and it was like one huge announcement after another. <laughs> Biggest for me is Gravity Rush. Yeah. Uh, Two games coming out. Mm-hmm. We're getting the first one remastered for PS4, which yeah. I'm excited for. But I thought they were just going to end it right yeah. there. Like, yeah, I was cool. I was griping the other week about like, man, why haven't they remade it for PS4? Mm-hmm. It's got a touchpad. Yeah, um, everything for that, PS4. Well, I, I didn't play that much of it. But What's Gravity you think it would, Rush? <laughs> It was, it was the Vita's... It, it was one it's, of the few It's probably Vita's. the best Vita game. Okay. Yeah, that or Tearaway is like the best so Vita First Zelda for a golden jerk-off. Uh, you whatever. do that on an iPad. Like this, no, it, you utilize, it. utilize every aspect of the Vita. Uh, hold on, Michael, I'm asking so, you. So, Gravity Rush. But it, you think it will translate well to I need. I need to tell Tyler and the audience. Got it. Yeah. It is an open-world superhero game where the gimmick is that you control a heroine who has absolute control over... Uh, gravity as it relates to her. So you can flip the world, turn it around, and and just float in midair. And what you're doing, you're not flying so much as you're turning the world and then falling forward. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, something about it and just this... You have this huge hovering city in the clouds, mm-hmm. and it's filled with collectibles that you really have to go out of your way to explore and find. Uh, I absolutely loved it. I thought the combat was really fun. It took a, a while to get used to, but you're basically just doing all these falling dive kicks into these blob enemies. And so, yeah, I do think it'll translate well to PS4 because I don't think it... I mean, it, it used the Vita's, like, tilt controls and stuff well, but you didn't have to use that, and I you shut that off. Stick. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Mm. 
Well, they had that. They they showed off a uh, new Mean to No Golf. Uh, also, is, Gravity Rush 2 coming yeah. next yes. year. That's the big Which news. Is next, well, next On year PS4. Japan, probably next year, America. But while the Gravity Rush port is coming out of Japan in December of this year, I wonder if we'll get it in America at that time. Eh, maybe. Whatever, maybe. man. Cliff Plazinski did it. But uh, they also... Also, after some, uh, you know, average presentations from American, comp- well, international companies like Ubisoft and um, Activision, they then went on to show, like, Square had their big presentation, which the reveal was of the previously talked about Kingdom Hearts <laughs> HD 2.8 Final mm-hmm. Chapter Prologue, mm-hmm. which, uh, yeah, it, it looks good. And it's on the PS4, which, again, it's like, good, you you ported it to the right system. I was... Sh- I. I felt half sure they'd be like, yeah, let's put it on PS3. Mm. Uh, that's 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 what people are still playing in Japan. Well, they dropped. They also dropped the PS4 price in Japan yes. by it, five thousand yen. It, it, it's about equivalent to three hundred dollars. But it's now. a big deal mm, because three fifty, like, three fifty. But it's a big deal because the, the, that system is doing pretty shitty in Japan, which is going to halt uh, game development well, for people like. Well, me. it is three fifty now. I think now, in in Japan it is now thirty three. It's now the equivalent of three. Doesn't matter. The price is talking. dropping. Yes. But no, no, no. And it is a David Foster Wallace chapter title. As <laughs> well, actually, the the so the V so the PS4 is actually selling very well. No ratio wise to other consoles yes, relative in Japan, to the terrible consoles. Consoles sales. are dead. The consoles dead in Japan, man. They are close to. They it. are bad. What's the name of that Kingdom Hearts thing again? Say it again. Kingdom Hearts <laughs> HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. Henry, the, I'm really surprised that you're not talking about Dragon Quest Builders. Stuff. I'm getting to other things, too. Well, number well, Dragon Quest Builders, a.k.a. Dragon Quest Minecraft, hmm. looks really awesome. And I think there's a 30% chance we'll actually get it in English. Nope. Uh, and they also, you know, they, they are making Dragon Quest Heroes 2, a.k.a. Dragon Quest Muso. And they're making Dragon Quest XI, which they didn't even show off there. But then they also showed off a new Saga game, which I was like, man, fuck Saga. I hate I hate the Saga series, the Saga Frontier, Brian Romancing Bond? Saga. Oh. Those suck. <laughs> Fucking yeah, hate they those do. games, man. Uh, but then out comes Spike Chunsoft. And I was like, oh, man, that's the Danganronpa, guys. And then they brought out the, the Danganronpa creator wearing his, uh, his, his T-shirt, uh, Monokuma. <laughs> And then, boom, here's Monokuma, and the words I do understand is PlayStation 4 and Vita, and so Danganronpa 3 is going to be a PS4 and a Vita title, which is very exciting. That was the most exciting news to me. Uh, Though, also, there was a new... Let me pull up the name of that one. Vanillaware, who I love. Vanillaware and Atlas are publishing a new game, which is... 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, which seems to be, get this, a, ga- a, a game about a Japanese high school student who, no way. who drives a mech. No. Pretty, pretty. <laughs> wow. are, you, are you fucking kidding me? Get out of town. A high looks, school student can't drive a mech. He's too young. But it's a girl. So, She's too yeah. young. And a Japanese high school student. I mean, how many <laughs> media franchises are based around that? So, really? It does look gorgeous, though. And I, I no, love Vanillaware. I love Vanillaware, man. But uh, they announced a pure shooter Resident Evil game. Uh, yeah, Ford. that must have been a surprise to you, Chris. But yeah, it's Biohazard. No, nope. <laughs> Biohazard, Biohazard Umbrella Corps. Um, and so, yeah, it was... Okay, so let me just speak for me, mm-hmm. as someone who's never been employed by Capcom. Jeez. But I'll just say that uh, when they start talking about this is the 20th anniversary of Biohazard, which 
I was like, shit, I am old because I remember the 15th anniversary. Uh, but they're like, here's the new, and we made a special new logo for the 20th anniversary. And I was like, all right, man, time to talk about Biohazard 7. Oh, yeah. And then they're like, nope, it is a squad-based multiplayer third-person shooter called Resident Evil Umbrella Corps, and, which is what, and so everybody was waiting for Resident Evil to finally become Call of Duty, and this is that day. Well, and it has finally happened. I, I, I guess I'm fine with it, but also, like, I don't know, like, Rainbow Six Siege, mm-hmm. uh... Looks cool. Disclaimer, disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> well, and I'm the only person who's not sucking. <laughs> and there are like 1,300 million kind of like MOBA e shooters. Like Blizzard has Overwatch, and uh, yeah, one of my favorite developers. Uh, well, love hate relationship has uh, Paladins coming oh, out. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. By High Res, yeah. uh, which which uh, recently updated, or is going to update Tribes Ascend, which I'm super excited really? about. Really? I thought that was over. Yeah, they're going to update it. <laughs> oh, I love uh, playing that. You guys are the biggest Tribes fans. Like, I was fucking love was awesome. That was our job tribes. for like four weeks. It was awesome. Well, Evan, Evan Lottie is a huge Tribes 2 mm-hmm. fan. And I also love fucking Tribes, but like really that can be hard to find that many willing sexual partners at once. <laughs> you <laughs> That are mostly related. Yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and, and uh, Project just, Morpheus is now PlayStation VR. Sorry, yes, right. No, I was just saying that they're entering a crowded market of multiplayer shooters. Yeah. But uh, I thought just, you meant a fuckable tribe. What's I wondered, What's a good? Yeah. What's a good? You ge- were thinking a tribe named Quest. What's a good Japanese developed good shooter? Uh, <laughs> I guess re- actually Resident Evil would be the arms? first one I say. Yeah. I mean, Resident, Resident Evil pioneered or four pioneered some pretty amazing shit. Not saying I'm not, Devil's I'm not Third certainly isn't a great Japanese shooter. <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, also they did announce King of Fighters 14, and everybody was ah, yes. disappointed as hell because it really Already? it looks like a bland 3D fighter now. And uh, oh, people are saying another one looked, of those. People are saying it looked no, like they, bloody they roar. Done the 3D man. fighter thing, have they? People they don't have. want them to do a 3D yeah, fighter. They've done gorgeous sprites for as long as they've existed. No, there, yeah. there were there was a period where yeah, like sure. there was a King of Fighters offshoot, and then sure. after a couple games, it became King of Fighters in the U.S. Mm, oh. And then they went back to the sprites. Yeah, I just remember 12 and 13 are just gorgeous mm-hmm. to look at. So, yeah. Oh yeah. What were you saying about Project Morpheus? It's got a new name, right? It did. It's now just PlayStation VR. <laughs> yep. Which Dobus is VR. It, <laughs> Dobus VR. Oh, it's, that's... it's disappointing and bland, but at the same time, like... <laughs> no, it makes sense. It, it's a smart decision. That, yeah. That's how I name... Like, okay, we, we've had long meetings at PC Gamer about mm-hmm. naming shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always say, name it what people are going to call it. Yeah. We do, exactly a, we do, we do a Twitch show now. Well, what do we call it? The PC Gamer Show. Because that's what yeah. people are going to say when yep. they want to talk about it. Oh, that PC Gamer Show. Also, just from a marketing perspective, mm-hmm. like Project Morpheus sounds like an experimental uh, technology that you... Like, it's an add-on toy that some people are going to buy and mm-hmm. isn't essential. PlayStation VR... Sounds like if you want VR and you've got a PS4, this is what you buy. Yep. And I'm sure, I am sure it will be as essential as the Move, as the PlayStation Eye, uh-huh. as um, as the Six Axis. Hey I things. will say I've tried out uh, Morpheus and I've tried out uh, Oculus, and I am way more impressed by Oculus. And mm. I have tried out not Morpheus, but Oculus and. Uh, Vive, HTC Vive, which is kind of backed by Valve, mm-hmm. and I am the most impressed by Vive. It's incredible. Vive is backed by Valve. It's mm-hmm. fucking incredible. And I, I just spoke to someone today who's fucking hyped for it mm-hmm. beyond belief. 
But, okay. uh, also, they announced two Yakuza games that we may or may not get in America. We are getting five. We're getting Yakuza 5, so it's quite possible mm-hmm. we could get... So they're remaking... We've been getting it for the last two years. When is it actually going to come out? I don't know. Well, hey, 2016 is the exact right time to get a play PS3 game. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there is the Yakuza 1 remake, that, and then which, honestly, that feels like they're making that for America. That's something that's perfect to import. They're like, okay, you don't know what Yakuza is... You're not going to get a Yakuza 6, but here's Yakuza mm. 1 again in, on the PS4. And then they also said that they're I'd putting... I'd probably play that. The PS2 one had terrible load times, and that completely put me off playing And it. Michael Madsen. Uh, yeah. uh, and, but Mark Hamill. And there was also a big deal that they're getting... They're putting out Yakuza 6 on the PS4 next year, they announced. Oh. And they said it's only PS4, which is a big deal because wow. it is still a rarity for a game, in, a Japanese-developed and published game, to not be... PS4 and PS3, or PS4 and Vita, but this one is only oh. PS4. Damn. It's impressive. So we should... And there was no Persona 5 news, goddammit! <sighs> you know it's coming eventually. Yeah, by like Saturday America time, we'll mm. see it. You'll, be, you'll have to be content with Dancing All Night, mm-hmm. uh, which we might talk about more next week uh, when it comes out. Week after. Week after? It's 29th. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, anyway, uh, let's get to the question of the week, the community segment... It is segmenting the community. Community. Uh, community. Oh, wait. No, that's a... Uh, uh, I can't find was, the reasons I should stay. One by one, they all just fade away. So, Faison was the first to answer in the forums. It gets read first. Uh, last week's question of the week, as you might remember, what was your favorite Mario moment from the entire Ooh. series? Faison says... What comes to mind for me is achieving flight in Super Mario 64. The game already felt unrestrained and open next to older Mario titles, and this foray into flight made it seem all the more expansive. Mm. Rad Mardigan said, Mine would be discovering all the secrets in Super Mario World. As a worry-free child in the pre-internet early 90s, finding any new kind of secret in Super Mario World was something to be excited, uh, or something to excitedly call a friend immediately about. Especially your, if it was Star Road. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Triscuitable said, pretty much any time the orchestra swelled in Mario Galaxy. God, I love that. The game looks great, sounds great, and plays amazingly well, even today. And it's one of the few Wii games that I consider to be absolutely perfect. Gutsy Garden, Garden Galaxy. I'll read Night Dehumidifier because that is a good name. Night Dehumidifier <laughs> says... The greatest Mario moment of all time was when I was playing NBA Street 3 <laughs> for the GameCube and I made Mario pull up a 360 degree slam dunk over Shaq and humiliated the Miami Heat with his frantic ball handling skills. On the surface, Mario looked like a scrub, but he can drop more bombs than a Koopa Kid's airship. <laughs> Shaq must have needed all the icy hot that day for all the pain of losing to a portly Italian dwarf. And that Boom, was like shakalaka. that weird period when like Nintendo was licensing their characters yeah. for EA, EA games on Nintendo platforms. No, yep. no, that's still kind of the case. Donkey Kong and Bowser are in Skylanders this week, which EA we didn't even though. talk about that, but Skylanders Supercharged is out this week, too. Damn. Uh, Stabby Joe says, the ending of Bowser's Inside Story, which is my favorite, yeah. by the way. This is Chris talking, my favorite Mario & Luigi game. Uh, where despite one last fight between Bowser and the Mario Brothers, they send him a get-well cake and thank him for everything else he did in the game. Yeah. The RPGs always utilize these iconic characters the most effectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that moment alone was genuinely warming uh, way to end the game uh, for all playable parties involved. 
Yeah, Bowser's Inside Story, the best. Yeah, you, you play as both Bowser and Mario and Luigi mm-hmm. stuck inside of Bowser. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Uh, Banquo's stepson says, This might not be my favorite moment, but it, it's but it's my most memorable. While playing either Yoshi's Island or something on Super Mario All-Stars, I was pushed off my bed and fell headfirst into a sharp corner of a wall, Jesus Christ, and split my head open. I had to go to the hospital and get stitches, but a week later I got a Nintendo 64 (laughs) with Super Mario 64 for my trouble, probably because it happened on my dad's watch. Dad! (laughs) Dad. Sorry, Man, son. that's the best part of getting injured or sick as a kid is when your parents buy you get well better presents. God. Wouldn't know, never been injured. Ah, ooh. <laughs> Lucky. Uh, I am sorry, You're says... the unbreakable man. Exactly. Yeah. I am sorry, says, uh, mine would be when I discovered that you can throw the baby penguins off the world in Mario 64. <laughs> this is probably my first introduction to being able to be a shitty person in a video game, and I relished every horrific murder. I may have been a weird little kid. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Zap Rousedower says... Finding the Hammer Bros suit for the first time in Mario 3, I remember screaming at the top of my lungs in joy because I was finally able to give those Hammer Bros a taste of their own medicine. Then I discovered your own shell could negate fireballs. That was a lovely day. Oh, what a lovely day. Oh, what a lovely day. Good old Moan First Alone says... Being a fan of Mario since the original NES pack-in, the first time I booted up Super Mario Bros. U and finally saw the Mushroom Kingdom in all its 1080p glory, I was beyond blown away. I gotta say, I'm still not over that when you see a Nintendo game yeah, in, yeah. in real HD. It, does, it's, it hasn't gone away. Seeing Super, Mario Maker, seeing those games in high def, it, I don't know, floors me. The sharp cool. edges of those mm-hmm. pixels. Mm, love it. Uh, Moops says, Mine had to be in Super Mario Land for the Game Boy when I discovered that if you hold down and forward while hitting the jump button, Mario ends up doing a strange jump animation where he sticks his leg out. It covers the same distance as if you did a running jump, so it made tricky distances a little easier. I never knew this one. I didn't either. Yeah, I'm going to try this out on my 3DS eShop version. And lastly, uh, Paragon Shepard says... Making everyone at the sleepover hate me for winning Mario Party as Mario. (laughs) It's his fucking party, man. (laughs) It's his party. I can see why that'd be insulting. Yeah. Uh, You know, there's one thing, a giant giant bomb that I wish we could Mm. rip off at Laser's time, Mm. is that uh, Dan Reichert loves Mario Party and everybody else hates it for good reason. Mm. Uh, Because it's a terrible game. And he makes them play 50-turn matches for like... For like eight, for like five-hour videos that are that are subscriber only, and they they sound like amazing like death marches of video games. So uh, the new question of the week. The new question of the week is: What's your favorite celebrity performance in a video oh game? Not Fantasy Grandpa. Um, I'm going to bring up one that probably should have been in our top five, but got edged out. Mm-hmm. Def Jam Fight for New York. Had tons of celebrity uh, appearances. It had mo- most of them uh, were rap stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Omar Epps for some reason mm-hmm. uh, playing himself. He was in a lot of stuff. Uh, Danny Trejo was yeah. in, <laughs> and when he came, like he he was Machete. like Snoop Dogg's henchman. He was like this huge roided out version of Danny Trejo. And when he kicked my ass in that game, like. I was so happy that Danny Trejo had just beaten me to a pulp. It's like, I don't even care that I lost to you. You are amazing, sir. Please kick my ass again. Uh, 
You are way better than Carmen Electra's inexplicable appearance in this game. Please, Machete, may I have another? Mm-hmm. Danny Trejo is the man. Yeah. Uh, is the man. He still is. Yeah. Uh, Def Jam Fight for New York, by the way, uh, fantastic game. Definitely deserves a re-release. Well, I'm sure never, never get one because those sure licenses not. will be crazy. Mm. No, yeah. Well, I don't know. I bet some of the rappers in there are so unfamous now that they probably would just take 50 Gs or whatever. I don't know. You, you think Sticky Fingers would... Uh... <laughs> Blade? <laughs> you might come be back. too proud to take G. A low amount of money. They'd be like, I, I, I'm, I'm worth more than twenty. I, I don't know if, if Sticky Fingers. He, he was in the first one. I don't know if he was in the second. It's one. been it's been too long. Um, L, uh, what's his face? I played uh, the first Def Jam Flavor more Flav than the second. Yes, he was. So I have a dumb one that I want to call out. It's a personal fave. Uh, right. Part of that was the nostalgia you kicked up in a recent top five, Mickle, oh. which was about Tony Hawk. There's mm. a, going to be Tony Hawk Five upon us, which is ridiculous. Um, as if that's. There, are there really Tony Hawk fans out there other than me who think like yeah they got worse at four? It's a fucking great game. <laughs> Those games are no, great. no. I really, I, I did, I love. I them. guess this will be the test. To see but like once mm-hmm. voice acting entered the arena, they allowed all these awful skaters to voice themselves, <laughs> and they were terrible almost all the time. Yeah, Tony really likes your moves. <laughs> uh, like and like it was. I think he signed mm. a new rep for Birdhouse. It was man. really bad, and I'm not. But I'm not going to lie. I was big on the Jackass train, the CKY shit, mm. Phil Margera. <laughs> uh, Phil Margera in that game. I'm not kidding. Like, yeah. look up clips. Like, he emerges as the best actor in Tony Hawk Underground 2. <laughs> Better than his son. Phil Margera is Bam Margera's fat fucking dad who's constantly tortured in his underwear. All of his scenes have realistic screams and are, like, are literally hysterical. I thought they were really funny. Uh, I, uh, I loved his dad. And I read one interview guy. and he's like, yeah, they actually told me I was a good actor. I don't know. I, 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 I drive a truck. <laughs> I, like, like, no, and nice. I, I will say, you were the best. Phil Margera, you were the best actor in those Tony, in that, those Tony Hawk games. For real. It was, he's, yes, my so takeaway. Mine is uh, uh, a guy named Eric Avari who's a brilliant character actor who's been in Everything, mm-hmm. like every TV show you've watched and film, you've watched. He's one hundred percent in it. I guarantee. Look up his, look up his IMDb. He is in everything. He's oh. in Destiny. He really? Is, yes. But what he, I know him best? He's in Party Down. I mean, he's, really? He's like in every movie and show. What would you know him best in? Uh, fuck, he's in The Mentalist. Oh, you know uh, I love The Mentalist. I know you love that shit. What is that? The show about the Brink? Oh, Jesus! It's a Psych. show. It's basically Psych, but uh, on, on CBS. Um, oh. let, let me see what his like known for thing on IMDb is because he's been in so many. He's been in the Mummy, General Hospital. He's been in Planet. General Hospital. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yep. He's been Planet. He was in Planet of the Apes, <gasps> the 2001 film. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Burton. <laughs> you see, they cast Woody Harrelson for War of the Planet of the Apes. He's yeah. the villain. So he was he the human? I guess. Yep. So anyway, I'm just saying, Eric Abari is great, and he was the Grand Inquisitor in Zork, the Grand Inquisitor, Whoa, wow. which is like some of the best FMV use, where it's like <laughs> funny and good and well directed and well acted, and you want an FMV scene, which is was rare in FMB games like because it's funny and he was hilarious uh, you know stream that fucking game with you oh so Zork bad. the Grand Inquisitor like is one of my favorite games running. of all time because it's funny I've never played it the puzzles are funny like you have spells that like turn purple things invisible it's good and funny there's like <laughs> there's like a spell in the game that all it does is like make plants aggressive and like <laughs> If you cast it on the grass, you die. Like, don't use that spell. That spell's bad. It's a really funny, good game with really good voice acting and, like, FMV acting. And the Grand Inquisitor is this, like, evil character played by Eric Avari who hates magic. And, you, you know, you're a wizard. 
And he just like shouts over loudspeakers throughout the whole game, like "I am the boss of you!" And uh, it's a it's a super funny game, and he's super good in it. And also, like you have seen him multiple times, and you don't know it. He is a prolific actor. So I have a joke pick and a serious pick. The serious ones are the impossibly grizzled performances of Billy Bob Thornton and Dennis Hopper in. Deadly Creatures, the ah. bug-fighting game on the Wii. That's a good one. They are both Dying very good at it. Then. Well, I, Dennis Hopper, I, I own it. We can stream it on a Nintendo Day one of these days, but... The Dennis Hopper in it is basically dying as they're recording it, uh, but Billy Bob does the the main work. He does a great job. I love Billy Bob. The, watching, Watch, Fargo, watching Fargo, yeah. Watching fa- the first season of Fargo, Lorne Malvo <laughs> made me <laughs> fall in love with him all yeah, over he's again. He's a fantastic actor. Uh, but then uh, the joke answer would be Bruce Campbell as your narrator <laughs> in the Spider-Man games because uh. he he would be your tutorial guy and he would be classic. Jokey, goofball, dad, full of himself, uh, dude, Bruce Campbell. Like, the, this, a sillier version of Ash, I'd say. Yeah. He's the best performance in that game. He's way better than oh, Tobey yeah. Maguire. Dr. Octopus took Mary Jane. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst and, uh, and Franco didn't try much harder. Uh. <laughs> <coughs> All right, so what's your favorite celebrity performance in a game? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to start the thread posting the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show. Or you can go to the comments for episode 130 on vidjagameapocalypse.com. Two great ways to answer. Will your question be read? Maybe. Who knows? Why don't you try and find out? Anyway, that's our show. Let's go out with a quick... Quirk. Quirk Let's go out with a quick... Let's go out with a quick round of plugs. Uh, Chris, you're always dying to go first. Go ahead. Not this time, because I've oh. uh, somebody said, "Why are you trying so hard to defend Michael Richards on this week's episode of Laser Time?" Mm. <laughs> yes, not, why? Not <laughs> my intention, but find out why on this week's episode of Laser Time, titled uh, "How to Survive a Scandal." Which, yeah, um, but if you like the celebrity talk on this one, we talk a lot about oh celebrities. Boy, we too, dish yeah. it. We, oh, do we dish or don't we? With, um, this, with Michael and Diana. And Diana. Oh, um, the image is Pee Wee Herman, Hulk Hogan, and Kramer. I'll let you guess what it's about. Yes. One of those people didn't say the N word. I would respond to that criticism, but I usually do that on the on bonus time, the bonus show exclusive to Patreon users. Ah. Patreon.com slash laser time. We got our finale of uh, Talking Simpsons this week, a really weird what? episode of The Simpsons if you've never seen it. Uh, what is it? Babysitter Bandit, a.k.a. Some Enchanted Evening. Some Enchanted Evening. What a fucking weird episode. It's a very strange one to rewatch. And there's also Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast I do every week, as well as there's Cheap Popcast and uh, VG Empire, which just hit its 100th episode, the True. video game music podcast. Really good 100th yeah. episode. And, of course, we stream every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday yeah. video games, which if you're listening to this, I think you like this. Uh, Destiny Taken King. Um Mario Maker. Mario Maker. Uh, for the shit show this week, we're going to do South Park games in honor yep. of the new season. Nice. Uh, and, and then Super Mario Brothers 3. 3. <coughs> and look, uh, you can... Well, I guess at this point you're listening to it. They've probably all just been archived on YouTube. YouTube.com slash LazerTime Network. But yeah. every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific on Twitch.tv uh, slash LazerTime until we abandon Twitch altogether because I think it sucks. Ooh. Uh, you might know me as Tyler Wilde from PC Gamer. I recently... Uh, meaning today, got on the phone and interviewed a certain co-creator Ooh. of Rick and Morty. Oh, which one is it? About video games. Oh. Is it the one that's not Dan Harmon? 
<laughs> it might be. I don't want to reveal too much about my interview because some other sneaky journalist is going to steal my <laughs> wait, story. Wait, let me just ask one question. Has he been in this apartment? Yes. <laughs> oh, God, Tyler. <laughs> he has. Uh, and he does uh, very good voices. Mm-hmm. And I talked to him a lot about uh, virtual reality, mm-hmm. but I still have to transcribe that interview and write the uh, story. Oh, the worst. But check it out next week on PCGamer.com. You might just find that story, and you're probably going to find it through Twitter, or Reddit's going to be a big story. Mm, yes. As always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. That's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Check, I don't, check. I don't like all this political I, talk here. I sound good. Tyler, what kind of political talk do you like? Where uh, do you like it? Well, I like it in my butt. Yeah. There you go. Of there course. You, go. you beat me to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, why, joke. why wouldn't I? I'll keep talking for you a sound second. sound good. Well, um, you know, while Hillary Clinton... Where do you like political talk, Tyler? What? In my butt? Yes. Okay, good. Well, you know, while Hillary Clinton was shitting on every gay person until 2010... <laughs> Literally. They, Bernie, they were asking her. Bernie Sanders was working very hard for gay rights when it was not the cool thing to do or mm. the thing that the majority of America approved of, unlike a chicken shit like Hillary Clinton. Whoa. Mm. She was, man. And she voted so, for fucking Rock. She voted for uh, the... My um, mother was a chicken shit. She Henry. voted for the Rock? She... She voted for the, the, the people's if she elbow. Did, if she did <laughs> vote for the people's elbow. I'd be very happy mm. with that. But chicken no. shit killed my father. <laughs> uh, she voted. You shouldn't for the have Patriot eaten so Axe. much chicken shit. Why did he eat yeah. that giant bowl of chicken shit? <laughs> I again, told the him same like to. pussy ass Democrat who's afraid of their mm. own shadow. Who, like can't. Ugh. This is going to be the best secret sound ever. Oh goodness.